is alive on 97.3. City 97.3. Accra. There can be no other man to say burn three. No need to change. Keep it tuned to city. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, my neighbor. Good morning to life. Good morning. Music. Talk. Inspiration. In perspective. Express yourself. Good morning, my neighbor. City FM, your station. It's a refreshing lifestyle. City FM. 97.3 Unleashing the power of relevant radio. This is City 97.3. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation.
Six minutes past six. Travis Green, you made a way. You move mountains. You cause walls to fall. With your power, you perform miracles. And we're standing here only because you made a way. What an assurance. What a great testimony. What a blessing. Don't know how. Says you may not know how, you may not know when, but you do it again. Miracles still happen. Modernity does not preclude man from the need for miracles. You can lift up your hands and ask God for a miracle. Oh, science has advanced, knowledge has increased. We've become very civilized, but trust me, there will be a day in your life you would need a miracle. And he says, God will make a way where there seems to be no way. I am the Lord who makes a way in the sea and a path in the mighty waters, who brings forth the chariot and the horse, the army and the power. They all lie down together. And he says, I will do a new thing. I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. How do you make rivers in the desert? He says, the beasts of the field will honor me, the dragons and the owls, because I give waters in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. And we're standing here only because you You will never outgrow the need for a miracle. That's what wise men realize. You will never outgrow the need for a miracle. A miracle is something that only the Lord can do for you. Oh yes. It could be an economic miracle. It could be a personal health miracle. Whilst we don't depend on miracles for our everyday business, there will definitely be a time where a miracle, a door, an opportunity, a breakthrough, a blessing, a healing, a deliverance, it will set you on the next level. Oh yes. We're starting off with that inspirational word called Business Sense brought to you by ADB. 
We're offering a variety of personal loans, including top-up loans at very reduced interest rates. We give you longer tenors of up to six years. An offer open to non-customers as well. Call us on 0302-210-210. ADB, the People's Bank, ADB, truly a Greek and more. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. And we're jumping into the headlines brought to you by Fidelity Bank. Remember, our rewards are still on. End points anytime you use your Visa card. Points to redeem airline tickets, hotels, cashbacks, phones, tablets, gift vouchers, and more. You also spend 100 cities at some of these outlets like Pizza Man, Melcom, Starbucks, Cheesy Pizza. Get your cash back. Go to fidelitybank.com.gh. Register for the loyalty program. You can also come to any of our branches and get your Visa card. Total Energies is offering you the specially formulated quartz engine oil with age resistance technology. A breakthrough innovation that ensures optimal performance for your engine. Improves protection against mechanical wear by up to 74% even under extreme temperatures and pressure. Choose quartz from Total Energies. Choose the engine oil that keeps your engine running efficiently and effectively. And don't forget that the last day of this month is the big day for businesses to make an imprint at the City Business Olympics. Oh, yes. 
from traditional sports like seven aside football to fancier ones like basketball to humorous ones like sack race and to our traditional volleyball <laughs> there's also good old tag of war i'm wrestling gather your colleagues lace up your sneakers get ready to compete in the 2023 city business olympics or olympics city business olympics uh, Accra Great Olympics is everybody's or most people's second favorite team. <laughs> Only daddy. Well, this is City Business Olympics. Do you know the history of the, the word Olymp- Olympics? Olympus. Yeah, from Greek, from Greece, Athens, Mount Olympus, where the king of uh, the god sits, Zeus. So, <laughs> so. <laughs> so it was the where the Olympic Games started in Olympus. I don't know, Greece. but but I know that it takes its roots from ancient Greece. All right. right? Yeah. So the where they used to compete, you know, for I honor all of those things, and then so, 1896 the modern game started. So what does the word Olympics mean? I think it comes from Olympiad in the Greek language. Olympiad is a four-year cycle. Oh. That's what the Olympics is based on. A four-year cycle. Oh. Well, me it means that day. <laughs> For me, Olympics means. It's Olympics means strong. It means something else. Olympics is good for me. Thank you. So, city business Olympics. City business strong. Yeah, city business Olympics. Please, if your company hasn't registered, Charlie, you are losing. They are strong. You are losing fight, though. Yeah. So. You have to register the, yeah. the company. They have to catch up. Uh, they, I'm telling you, quickly, you have to catch up. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so you are far away. You have to catch up. So let me give you the number. Yes. Zero two zero five nine seven three nine seven three. Call and register your company. Zero two zero two zero five nine seven three nine seven three. Yes. Nice. It's happening at the Eden Heights. Sharp. It's a sports complex near Wager. Sharp. At eight a.m. Beautiful place. Saturday the thirtieth. Lovely. Brought to you by City FM, City TV. Powered by Unicom Chemist and EK Brand Consult. Oh, yes. What sports would you be taking part in? Oh, I'll do the lime and spoon with Beverly Lonti. <laughs> <laughs> but the way you turn and with Beverly shot, I don't do lime and spoon. You have to get her sack for her. <laughs> if we put if Beverly put her in the sack, sack, it won't work because it won't work. She'll disappear in the sack. This, this is not good. <laughs> So you, if you put some people in a sack, yes, they will appear. We will just tie the sack and then we will <laughs> <hold> it. <laughs> the, the sack will be moving on its own. <laughs> I'm here with Caleb Kuda and Nathan. Well, Pop, good morning. Good morning, Caleb. Take it up. Daily Graphic reports: Men's good customers will get justice. AG assures at Cambridge Firm mm-hmm. and Ghana committed to climate leadership. Jinapo says so. And go also Kronti Hini found dead in a forest. Mm. And the final one here is new secret tape on IGP's removal pops up committee to conduct in-camera hearing. Mm. All right. The same story is on the front page of the Ghanaian Times. Plot to remove IGP's. IGP new secret tape emerges. To other stories, mudslide impedes movement on Malam Kaswari. Mm. Caleb, you mentioned this, this yesterday mm. and it's happened. Two policemen grabbed for allegedly stealing suspects' motorcycles. Dambai mm. boat owners cry for life jackets to save lives. And AG calls for cooperation among stakeholders to curb economic crime. And then, if you go to um, the back page of the Ghanaian Times, police launch 
Traffic Tech GH to improve road traffic safety. Lady mm. Guide is reporting IGP concert tape. Superintendent Asari spills beans. Yeah, and um, AG bemoans corruption in public procurement process. Fake doctor arrested at Confanochi uh, Teaching Hospital. Mm. Minority suspends BOG protest. And I will talk. Enough is enough. Mm. Hadia for real. Hmm. talking here. I okay. see. The finder yeah. says 4,169 pregnant women die in five years due to complications from pregnancy or childbirth. Free Ghana card registration records low turnout. <laughs> Dr. Farijan urges NDC to return to IPAC, one of the papers I got story yesterday, hmm. and Ghana to receive first technology transfer for or oral cholera vaccine production plus screening of 1,470 kids reveals high refractive error eye problems. That's according to Dr. Obinya. BNFT is reporting 2.9 billion Ghana CDs spent on PFJ1 and Ethiopian Airlines starts double daily flights to crown October 29 and improved liquidity spares demand for T-bills. These are stories on Business and Financial Times. Alright, the Chronicle's take on the leaked tape saga is Bugri Nabu advised us to see a malam Hmm. Superintendent Asari tells Atachian committee. Hmm. Police have no locus in going to high court to stop demo. That's according to the NDC. Hmm. And climate crisis <laughs> require collective action. That's according to Mr. Samuel Chinapok. Graphic business. National export development strategy. GEPA needs $600 million to meet $25 billion target as Ghana's trade vulnerabilities tilt towards higher imports. IAA host Africa Rising Conference today and how to develop your influence as a leader. Okay, this is an article. Mm -hmm. Okay, business. All right, the um, business analyst says 7.281 billion CDs uh, programmed as energy sector levies in 2022, 7.9% lower than actual target. That's according to a report. Hmm. And insurance firms urge to expand explore new investment choices to boost returns mm. but uh, the anchor i won't join sword curtains again mm. no lobbying angry gosso man hene gives up side sabotage against minister okay he's gone to sword curtains gosso man hene yes mm -hmm. he won't go for this thing again and over two hundred and fifty nine thousand ghost names to lose salaries after mm. failing to acquire ghana card demo against bog boss yamutu as minority reschedules protest to september 20 um september 12th mm. all right the economy times finally from me it's a city to remain robust and Ghanaians could enjoy favorable utility bills if forex rate inflation remains stable. That's mm -hmm. according to the PURC. Finally, property taxes can fetch Ghana about $1 billion annually in mm. greater Accra alone. Let's take you on ICTNewsroom.com. Lots on the leaked tape. Parliamentary Committee uncovers new audio. Also, Bugri Nabu recommended Malams to fight Dampari spiritually, according to Pretender Tassanti. All kinds of things coming through this. We also told that he claimed he recommended Dampari to Akufuado. Meanwhile, other stories IMF bail out DDEP to blame for stalled interchanges. This is yeah. Ministry of Rules from yesterday. <laughs> Meanwhile, Akentinapi Amenka University students cautioned against unsanctioned activities following the fire incident that killed one of them. And Mahama is right. MPP populating state institutions with cronies. Meanwhile, 
Gary Nimaku jabs Mahama. Stop running on judiciary. It's a dangerous precedent, he says. Let me take you across the world quickly. If you go to the BBC Africa website, yes. Niger's Junta Rig opens skies to civilian flights. Meanwhile, Gabon coup leaders vow free elections, but no date. <laughs> and then still on elections, Manangagwa sworn in after disputed Zimbabwe poll. So Zimbabwe, Niger, and the Gabon. Crocodile. Yeah. Meanwhile, Lagos Metro train opens to the public. Hey. And we our sky train is still in the sky. <laughs> you know? Our railway. You remember that voice clip? Yes, yes, yes. Railway. So the gentleman who came in the studio was a member of the APC. Mm-hmm. And it says PDP was Papa DC speaking. They didn't mm-hmm. do any railway. And under an APC government, they have railways working. You know, so I, I don't know. Lagos Metro, maybe I can start with that. Paying passengers have used the Lagos Metro rail service for the first time on Monday, 20 years after plans for the line were announced and 14 years after construction began on the project. Wow. Governor Babajide Sanwolu was on board as the train began commercial operations months after it was launched at the beginning of the year with test rides. The 13-kilometer blue line from Marina on Lagos Island to Mile 2 on the mainland links the business district to residential areas. The train is expected to ease commuting in the state, which has been notorious for its traffic jams. According to estimates, the new rail line will cut the length of journeys on that route as much as three hours. Whoa, I see. Uh, there are five stations on the over- overland route, and they are paying 7.50 Naira for a trip. So Ghana, and there's a, it's like that, you know, it's a beautiful the photo, man. Line. So Ghana, what are we doing? It says in the pipeline. John Peter Ameu, <laughs> please, we need you to talk about our railways. It says in the pipeline, Bernard, God so crunting honey found dead in a forest. Mm. The story is on page 13 of the Daily Graphic and the people of Gorso, the capital of the Ahafo region, woke up yesterday to the news of the suspected murder mm. of the Kontinghene of the Gorso traditional area, Nana Yenshira Kojokuma. Mm. The death of the sub-chief who had been embroiled in a dispute with the Omanghene of Gorso, Nana Akwesi Bosompra mm. for about a year now, has thrown Gorso and its adjoining communities into a state of shock and mm. mourning. Mm. The Daily Graphic learns that the pending dispute was scheduled for hearing at the Asantiman Council in Kumasi on Friday, September 8th this year. Hmm. So the, it goes do, on do to they suspect foul play? That's, that's what... Because what I find interesting story. is that there's another Gorsu story yes. in the, um, what do you call it, in the anchor. Yes. And this one is talking about, I won't join sword cutting. That's true. No lobbying. Angry girl. So Mahini gives up and size sabotage. I'm not yeah. sure if there's a connection, a connection yeah. there. Okay. But this is the continuity yes. of, mm-hmm. of Ghost. So, meanwhile, the, been found dead in the forest. All right. Meanwhile, if you go to the graphic, the front page yes, story or the, the Times. The Times, yes. The uh, the leaked tape matter that's been heard in Parliament mm. um, has taken, uh, the story is taking a new turn. Now, the seven member special parliamentary committee investigating the alleged plot by two top officers and a former MPP. Um, Northern Regional Chairman to mastermind the removal of the IGP has stumbled on a new tape mm. in its quest to unravel the rationale behind the plot. Mm-hmm. The new tape comes after two police officers who were or who are witnesses before the committee, COP George Alex Mensah mm-hmm. and Superintendent George Asari, said the audio before the committee was doctored. Mm. Now, the chairman 
of the committee, Samuel Atachi, and told journalists after yesterday sitting in Accra that members would listen to the new tape to inform their next line of action. Now, mm-hmm. he also said that the committee was considering bringing all parties captured in the tape together to one table with their legal representations for cross-examinations for claims to be authenticated Otherwise, meanwhile, Superintendent George Asari, one of the senior officers implicated in the plot to house the IGP. George Kufu Dampari made a damning revelation about the former Northern Regional Chairman of the MPP, Bugri Nabu. He hinted that Mr. Nabu recommended using malams to help them remove the IGP. He made the claims when he appeared before the committee probing the issues. Superintendent Asari further claimed that Bugri Nabu suggested that they fought the IGP both physically and spiritually. According to him, Bugri Nabu cited instances where he had assisted people in getting spiritual support for positions in higher places, adding that he objected to the idea of seeking spiritual help, but Bugri Nabu insisted on getting them the spiritual help. He denied lobbying for anyone to become IGP. So this is the second witness appearing before the committee. Yeah, he also mentioned that some contract of 40,000 Ghana cities for police boots was awarded. You know, something had happened in that regard. And this is the Daily Guide's version yes, this is the Daily of Guide's the version. story. Yeah. Superintendent so, George Asari, one of the police officers at the center of an alleged plot to dispose, depose the Inspector General of Police, testified yesterday before the Parliamentary Committee investigating the leaked tape, explaining why he believes the recording was set up against him and COP George Alex Mensah. According to him, the former Northern Regional Chairman of the NPP, Daniel Bugri Nabu, conspired with the IGP, Dr. George Ekufudam to set them up because the two have excellent business relationship hmm. with the latter awarding the former a contract of 40,000 police boots. Hmm. So more, more on this more committee. Means, Stay yes. with the graphic now. Men's yeah. Gold is on the front page. Correct. And the Attorney General is assuring men's goddess of justice. Story by Emmanuel Boni. It says the Attorney General and Minister of Justice, Godfrey Yabu Adami, has given an assurance that justice will be served to victims of the men's good saga. Mm-hmm. He said the efficiency of the country's justice system was tested, particularly by the speed and efficiency with which cases seeking to hold high profile members of society to account, as well as top financial crimes, were conducted. Mm-hmm. Consequently, he said, quote, We need to punish corruption and other forms of economic crimes through sorry continues on page three through a fair honest and efficient justice system he was mm. speaking in cambridge if you go to the background of the story they talk about the revised charges against uh, nana pia mensa indeed a week ago we made noise about this yeah. when we felt <laughs> that the ag had been negligent in getting this matter uh, tried because apparently the advice from the ages but are delayed so last week we were told that there are new charges being preferred. We really hope that he will match this talk with action because to have people whose monies have been taken and then the company keeps sending them different notifications. The gentleman is working free. Yeah, it, 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 doesn't, it doesn't make sense at all. Yeah. All right, now let's come back to the Times. Well, the Times, page 8, says, Mudslide impedes movement on Malam Kaswa Road. Mm. The story says, um, The downpour which occurred over the weekend in Accra caused a great lock on the Malam Kaswa Highway on Monday morning, causing <coughs> sorry, commercial vehicles to abandon the stress, leaving passengers stranded. The traffic mm. congestion was made worse by the deplorable nature of the roads in the area. Anytime it rained, a pool of mud from a nearby hill is created along the path of the Kaswa toll booth area, popularly known as Osiadan, and the stress between the old barrier and SCC junction, causing heavy vehicular traffic on the stretch. So, as at about 
5 5.30 a.m. on Monday, hundreds of commuters were stuck in traffic and they were spotted by the Ghanaian Times fruitlessly trying to maneuver hmm. through the congestion. Better, this story on page two of BNFT will interest you. Before, I wanted to, before that, I wanted yeah. your comment on the uh, that Malam Mats like ah. yeah. Because this is not the first time it's come it up. All the time. Is there nothing that can be done about it? A lot can be done, Bernard. So why why so do we keep having this? I don't know. The municipal assembly can quickly ensure that any time it rains, they get some earth moving machines on standby to clear that so that traffic flow is better. Mm. In the long term for the mountainous site that has been chipped off mm -hmm. something can be done about it mm. to make sure that when it rains the silt doesn't erode onto the main because it's been going on for at least a five very years long time. Mm -hmm. mm. and we don't see any action there okay we'll discuss that later on the show let's come to the bnft but as you know food inflation has been high yes. and the agri sector has not done so well mm -hmm. but we have spent 2.9 billion Ghana cities on planting for food and jobs phase one. Phase one, yes. Story by Kizzy Tokujo says government has spent an estimated 2.9 billion Ghana cities so far mm -hmm. on its flagship agricultural program planting for food and jobs. Mm. Now since its introduction in 2017, this is according to minority lawmakers. A breakdown of the expenditure on the program shows that government spent 400 million Ghana cities in 2018, mm -hmm. 380 million Ghana cities in 2019, hmm. and some 400 million in 2020. Wow. Additionally, 439 million Ghana cities were spent on the program in wow. 2021, 614 million cities were spent in 2022, and 660 million in 2023. Has been programmed. Yes. So that will go into phase two. Yeah. And this thing is now costing us almost 3 billion cities. And the background says, despite the huge sum spent, they said the sector's growth rate has painfully remained low mm -hmm. at around 0.7% with the country battling rising food inflation uh, not seen in decades. Mm. So this is uh, a, a good story on page two. Coming yeah. to the finder today. Yes, free Ghana card registration records low turnout. Oh, Ghanaians. <laughs> now the NIA's registration of first-time applicants age 15 and above has commenced at 8 of the NIA 16 regional offices and all its 276 district offices. When the finder visited the Ayawasu West uh, Wagon district office, the Okaikwe North district office and the Accra regional office to observe the level of patronage from the public, the turnout was low. Mm. As is typical of deadlines associated with Ghana card registration, people may be waiting until the last minute to show up for registration, mm -hmm. leading to long queues. So the story mm -hmm. goes on to detail what they witnessed at the various offices. Ghanaians, please go and get your Ghana card or, and, and don't wait for queues. Now, let me give you a story that I think will interest you guys. Mm -hmm. So, uh, it came on the breakfast yesterday. IMF bailout and DDEP oh. to blame for stalled uh, interchange projects. Yeah. Now, the head of public relations on the Ministry of Roads and Highways, Nasir Ahmediyate, has says that has said that the stalled road interchange projects across the country are a result of the country's international MF deal and the domestic debt exchange program. Now, key interchanges in the country that are yet to be completed include the Bechabilamte interchange, the Flowerpot interchange, the Temamoto interchange, the Nunga barrier or the Nunga brigade interchange, and the Kumasi Suyame interchange, as well as Takradi PTC. Now, in an interview on the seat breakfast yesterday, Mr. Yate said before the IMF and the debt exchange program, we these projects were moving at very fast pace. Yes. It is the IMF and the debt testing oh. that has affected them and oh. slowed them down. Oh. Oh. So I think the debt testing gave the project a bad injection. <laughs> Mr. Yate said works on the flowerpot interchange. However, yeah. it's expected to be completed by end of March next year as the only challenge in the construction is for the bridge over the motorway to be put on it. 
Uh, so the player force is going on schedule, but he says the other projects, the PTC 75%, so which Abilamte has stalled as well as the, but the Suami has started and he says it's going well. We'll talk about this as well. This morning, I'm really thinking about transportation. Yeah. You know, when I look at the blue line in Lagos and I see people sitting I've seen, I've seen the Kaswa, photos here. It's, it's lovely. You know, it's and now if you leave Kaswa this morning, not only will you go through traffic, you go through mud. Yes, you will. You You'll know, be stuck for and the, the, the distance between the Densu River and that road is getting smaller and smaller. Yes. And we are going to wait for something to happen before we do something. Let's do it. Other headlines. Bernard, Gepa needs $600 million to meet to $25 billion target mm. as Ghana's trade vulnerabilities tilt towards higher imports. Story mm. by Kwame Laiwe. Mm-hmm. It says the Ghana Export Promotion Authority, Gepa, needs $600 million mm. in the next years to achieve the $25 billion target under the National Export Development Strategy, mm-hmm. a senior official of the state institution has reviewed. Now, currently, the authority only receives $5 million yearly instead of $60 million mm-hmm. to fund its activities, a development which makes it virtually impossible mm. to meet the target set under the strategy. Mm. Now, last year, the country expected NTEs, that's non-traditional exports, worth $3.5 billion, US dollars, mm-hmm. a situation experts say was on the low. Hmm. On the low side, considering the uh, Ghana's huge resource potential. All right. So we need more money. Now, I think there's a couple of business stories I wanted to touch on before okay. we go into politics quickly. Okay. So trending over subscription of government bills to continue. I'm not very sure this is a positive story, but it's somehow it's been sort of... Uh, As such. Yeah, the way they, they angle the story. So City Business News is saying that, uh, it, of course, we know that government has been... Uh, buying treasury bills or selling treasury bills rather to to people to raise money financial analyst Corey Botti is predicting that government's treasury bills will continue to be oversubscribed in the coming weeks this is attributes to gains made by the government in this debt restructuring exercise the government has recorded an oversubscription of its treasury bills for two weeks in a row with last week registering roughly 15 percent now nathan and uh, caleb a treasury bill is simply government borrowing from you mm-hmm. so when people lend money to government it, it and banks can also buy government T-bills. Other institutions can buy. It, the, the th- what it does is that it crowds out the private sector who actually need the credit to do something. So government may go and buy treasury bills to pay salaries yeah. or to finish a road or whatever. Mm-hmm. All right? And what that does is that it does crowding out and it, it's, it can also be inflationary. Mm. So the oversubscription suggests that people have money or people want to put their money in a place that they feel will give them returns. They are not investing in the real economy because buying T-bills doesn't really build anything. Okay. okay. So, and Mr. Boti is telling us that this could continue and so I, I'm not sure I'm excited about this, but that's the story. Now let's do some quick political stories. Yes. Uh, the minority is suspending their BOG protest. Yes. Vincent Kubi is reporting that minority in parliament has decided to suspend its planned protest mm-hmm. against the governor of the Bank of Ghana, Dr. Ernest Addison. Mm-hmm. This decision was made after the court hearing an application by the police to injunct the protest over security concerns, mm-hmm. adjourned the ruling on a preliminary objection raised by lawyers of the MPs to Friday, September 8. Mm-hmm. Now, the MPs legal team led by Godwin Eduji Tamaklo, the NDC's Director of Legal Affairs, mm-hmm. raised objections to the capacity of the police to institute the action on their own accord. So they argued that per Article 88, Clause 5 mm-hmm. of the uh, 1992 Constitution, the State Proceedings Act, it is only the Attorney General who mm-hmm. has the authority to institute such an action. But the minority leader is saying that... Mm-hmm. Um, 
supporters of the protest should ready for action on they September 12th. Yes. Yes. Meanwhile, Garani Maku is telling Mahama to stop running on the judiciary because it's a dangerous precedent. He was reacting to claims by former President Mahama that the MPP had packed the courts and that NDC lawyers should also aspire for and prepare for careers in the judiciary. Mm-hmm. On an interview on Eyewitness News, Garani Maku said that such comments have the potential to jeopardize the confidence mm-hmm. Ghanaians have in the country's legal system. Now, the, the the there's a story that the, the legal story is really pain, it's, it's, it's paining me. <laughs> you know, do you know, do you know why it's paining me? You explain to I interviewed <laughs> I interviewed a Nigerian politician yes. before the election that brought Buhari to office. Yes, this is what he said to me. Our daily way, Yaradu has started the daily way work. In fact, Obasanjo, for 16 years, you are reviving a daily way that we should should completely lay aside. A daily way we supposed to lay aside completely. In Lagos State, APC said today we are working electric electronic play uh, railway. APC state government is running a electronic railway today in Lagos State. The federal government with all the billions of money in their in their hands are just reviving locomotive India engines for 16 years of democracy. <laughs> Three presidents. Why should we remain with PDP? Papa DC Pekin. How, why should we demand in PDP? Poverty distributing people. We have seen poverty. I have not seen poverty that I have seen in my life since I came. I am 52 years in this in, in this world today. I have not seen a misgoverned people before. Before I was 20 years when I lived in Kano. I lived my life in Kano. I live in, in Sokoto. This is in North Nigeria. You're I was born. When I married my wife, 91, I will enter motor night, go to my come back by night bus. Don't know bus, night bus again in Nigeria. Courtesy of PDP. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Seven o'clock City Business News next. Brought to you by Goyle. Energizing you for more. Oh, yeah, yeah, dear. And MTN everywhere you go. Ilate Ilate is here with the news. Good morning. Good morning, Bernard. Hello to you out there. Welcome to the breakfast edition of City Business News. Proudly brought to you by MTN Goyle and Powered by your most comprehensive business news website, citybusinessnews.com. I am Ni Lati Lati. This morning, let's begin with reactions on the oversubscription of government T-bills because financial analysts are predicting that the government treasury bills will continue to be oversubscribed in the coming weeks. This they attribute to gains made by the government in its debt restructuring exercise. The government has recorded an oversubscription of its treasury bill for two weeks in a row with the last with last week registering roughly 15% oversubscription. According to the current Bank of Ghana results, investors contributed slightly more than 3.52 billion Ghana cities compared to the government target of 3.06 billion Ghana cities. Financial analyst Courage Buti in a City Business News interview has been outlining the circumstances that have led to this trend of oversubscription and what to expect next. Now government has paid coupons on the first DD bonds. It is the first step towards restoring confidence. We've also now succeeded in rolling the, the pension fund into DDP. Settlement is happening today. Uh, what that may mean is that there could be a lot more activity on the secondary bonds market. And evaluations turn out favorable. Uh, you may begin to maybe see some gradual activity returning to that segment of the market. But the caveat is that the coupons, a 
and the yields on those bonds still fail uh, when compared to uh, the T-bill returns, really, which is around 27% talks of 27 for the 91 to 34 days, really. Courage Buti is a financial analyst. Now, economist Dr. Patrick Esumin is optimistic Ghana will be able to receive the second tranche of $600 million from the International Monetary Fund after a program review later this month. A visiting team from the fund is expected to arrive in Ghana to assess the country's eligibility for the second disbursement. Ghana received the first tranche of $600 million in May as part of the $3 billion extended credits facility to restore macroeconomic stability. Speaking to City Business News, Dr. Esumin believed Ghana has been able to make the resilient economic reforms to stand the chance of receiving the second tranche. Based on the, the indicators and the actions that have been taken so far, you expect that you know, the IMF, you know, the staff will recommend and probably the board will approve that the next tranche is paid. I think um, you know, the, it, some of the indicators have stabilized. You know, some have probably marginally improved. But if you look at the actions that government is supposed to take, you know, for the upcoming review, uh, you know, the legal framework that has to be done, uh, you know, changing the Bank of Ghana Act to curtail VOG lending to the government and related matters, and then also passing or bringing in some of the new measures to bring more revenue. You got the sense that the government has done enough. So my expectation is that when the IMF team come on board, they will probably find the progress made favorable enough to approve the next tranche. You heard economist Dr. Patrick Esumin away from that and member states of the West African Monetary Zone are from today converging here in Accra for the 2023 mid-year statutory meetings. The event held in coordination with the West African Monetary Agency, the West Africa Institute for Financial and Economic Management and the West Africa Monetary Institute is to provide an extensive review of macroeconomic development and convergence reports for member countries and assess progress made in that regard. Regard. These meetings are expected to facilitate cooperation and coordination among member states, furthering the goals of economic integration within the West African Monetary Zone. The discussions and decisions made during this event will have a significant impact on the financial and economic stability of the sub-region. The six member states participating in this meeting include the Gambia, Ghana, Guinea, Liberia, Nigeria and Sierra Leone. The meetings are expected to end on September 15, 2023. Moving on, players within the hospitality space have hinted at a possible industrial action following the government's continuous refusal to address their concerns of a rising cost of utility bills. They are demanding, among others, that the Public Utilities Regulatory Commission, PRC, rectifies anomalies in the February 2023 water tariffs which shot up to 167%. They also want the government to reduce the tax load on businesses. The hoteliers have petitioned the PRC to drum home their concerns. But a week later, they are yet to get any favorable response prompting the threat for a strike. There is more in the following report by Nashika Caesar. Nearly a week after the Hotels Association and the Ghana Progressive Hotels Association petitioned the Public Utilities Regulatory Commission, there has not been any response yet from the regulatory body or the government. 
The groups on Tuesday, August 29, embarked on a protest demanding a reduction in the high cost of utility tariffs, which they lament went up by 167% in February alone. They also want the obnoxious taxes which they claim was collapsing the hospitality sector scrapped, as well as a reduction in the property rates. The president of the Ghana Hotels Association, Dr. Edward Akanyamike, has expressed disappointment that there has not been any response by the relevant authorities on their concerns. I hope that they will treat the petition which we give to them uh, as an issue of emergency or urgency. So I was even hoping to hear from them by last week, Friday, whether to receive any official response to the issues we raised at the press conference. The next day after the press conference, we the minister uh, had a breakfast meeting with us. That had been scheduled already and had nothing to do with the press conference. On his part, Reverend Emmanuel Gaida Sando, who is the national president of the Ghana Progressive Hotels Association, indicated that they would be left with no other option than to shut down their operations if the government fails to tackle their grievances. It is burdening the industry. Members are complaining. So if they are not doing anything, then one day if they also hear that all hotels are going on strike, strike not to walk through the town, but strike to stop operating. Like no one will open a hotel. That report was put together by Nashika Caesar. Now, the Ghana Investment Promotion Center, GIPC, has articulated its primary objective to promote the growth of businesses both in and out of Ghana. Speaking at an economic seminar, Deputy Chief Executive Officer of the center, Yao Amwati Nifri, emphasized the pivotal role of forging critical local and international connections. This, he believes, is the linchpin for expediting the eagerly anticipated economic recovery energy, education and the knowledge economy, healthcare, tourism, that we believe will spare the growth required to improve the balance of payments, provide stability to the currency, restore more substantial external buffers, and importantly, reap the dividends of that, uh, which has a multiplier effect on jobs and livelihood. This is GIPC's mission in the near term, for companies to essentially grow in Ghana and to grow with Ghana. And as has been stated, we are building the much important linkages, local as well as international linkages, to catalyze the collective green shoots of that recovery we all yearn for. And this must be underpinned by opportunity, openness, and optimism. You heard the Deputy CEO of the Ghana Investment Promotion Center, Yao Amwati Nifri. On the interbank foreign exchange market this morning, where banks trade amongst themselves, the dollar remained unchanged and stayed at 11 CDs. The British pound gained 5 pesos and is selling at 13 CDs, 91 pesos. The euro also gained 8 pesos and is selling at 11 CDs, 90 pesos. However, as some forex euros in the capital, the dollar is selling at 11 CDs, 50 pesos, while the British pound is going for 14 CDs, 65 pesos. The euro could be sold to you at 12 CDs, 40 pesos. Now, the Ghana Soya bin farm 
Commerce and Aggregators Association have stressed the importance of the government addressing the challenges faced during the first phase of the Planting for Food and Jobs initiatives to ensure the success of the second phase. Government recently launched phase two of this flagship agricultural program, which is a five-year master plan focused on modernizing agriculture in Ghana. Here is the Director of Administration for the Soyabin Farmers and Aggregators Association, Abdul Hakim Issa, highlighting the need for the government to ensure the effective implementation of the phase two. So the problem is that what were the challenges of the earlier one? So that challenges have not been addressed and we are bringing on another one. And the challenges that, that, that run down the earlier one still persist. And if this one starts with the same challenges, it will also fail. So the challenges is just, is just a mindset. As I did mention, with the earlier one, fertilizers were being smuggled. Inputs were being given to party people for the benefit of farmers. At the end of the day, party people were using these things to do businesses and the, uh, the resources were not getting to farmers. So the point is that if those things are not checked and this one and this new one comes on board, it will fail. You heard Director of Administration of the Ghana Soyabin Farmers and Aggregators Association, Abdul Hakim Issa. Before we go, let's join Mark Jordan Sikanati of Data Bank for the latest update on the bonds market. Last week on the primary market, the Treasury raised 3.53 billion Ghana cities above the target by 15%, recording an oversubscription for the second straight week. The 91 and the 182-day yields increased to 27.36% and 28.71% respectively, while the 364-day yield advanced to 31.66%. Market activity in government of Ghana bonds bounced back last week, trading a total face value worth 54.9 million Ghana cities, compared to 17.3 million Ghana cities in the preceding week. Bond prices were relatively stable on the market, with the Data Bank Bond Index closing at 72.18 points, with a weighted yield to maturity of 15.56%. That was Mark Jordan Sikanati of Data Bank with the latest update on the bonds market. And that, that's it for the breakfast edition of City Business News. Proudly brought to you by MTN Goyle and powered by our most comprehensive business news website, citybusinessnews.com. You can visit that website for more top stories in the world of business. My name is Neil Ate Lati. Do have a good business day. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. <laughs> God is energizing your morning, your vehicle, and your life with our Super XP Run 95, a high-grade fuel sold at the same price as normal fuel. The diesel XP is a low in sulfur diesel, an eco-friendly option for your vehicle with over 440 stations across the nation. Join the family that rewards you with quality for an energized driving experience. City Business is brought to you by MTN Momo. Imagine getting rewarded for doing something you already do every single day. Well, that's exactly what the Momo season is all about. There's something for everyone. Download the Momo app on the Play Store or the App Store. Use the Momo Pay for your day-to-day transactions to a merchant, either through the QR code or the merchant ID. You could win a 1,000 cities weekly. There are lots and lots of exciting prizes 
for everyone. So go to momomerchantapplication.mtn.com.gh and win some great prizes. 14 minutes past 7, it's Tuesday, the 5th of September. Black Stars are gearing up for the opponent from Central African Republic on Thursday. Oh, as my friend would say, on Thursday, on Thursday. Coach Chris Houston said, Charlie, oh, wow. But uh, we're waiting for some of the players, so Pichichi is here. Evans of Ochumanso with the rest of the news brought to you by Lesheo Savings and Loans. We've been supporting the investment goals of our customers with attractive solutions. A safe haven for depositors who value security and competitive returns is what we are. We offer easy to access uh, products that you can track for 91 days, 182 days, and 365 days. Call us on 0577-707700. Let's share savings and loans at Trusted Safe Haven for your investments. Yeah, oh Bernardo, we are ready. The black stars are ready. They are getting there. Yeah, they are getting there. So uh, let's see how things will pan out for them on Thursday. Well, many thanks for joining us for kickoff this morning here on CT 97.3 FM. Coming up, Black Stars head coach Chris Hilton has justified his inclusion of unattached Andre Ayu in his latest quote for Thursday's AFCON qualifier. Andre comes into a category we know that he hasn't played as much so we're, we're knowledgeable about the amount of games that he's played and but i also know what he means to the squad he's our captain i know what he gives the squad plus the sports ministry has responded to demands by the bronze medalist at the last olympic games samuel techi before he rejoins the national boxing team also, we hear from Man United's new left-back, Sergio Reguillon, after completing his long deal from Tottenham Hotspur. For me, it's, it's, it's a dream. Uh, uh, I'm so excited to, to be here to, to, to play for, for Manchester. From the man Sergio Reguillon there, and uh, there's also the latest from the US Open Tennis Championship, where there were wins for Carlos Alcaraz and uh, Alexander Zverev. And agony for Tunisia's Ons Jaber. All this and more here on Kickoff. Stick and stay with me, Evan Sofochu Manso. All right, let's get into the details of our stories now. And we start from the camp of the Black Stars, where head coach Chris Hilton has defended his decision to include Andrea Yu, who is without a football club at the moment, in his squad for Thursday's crucial Afcon qualifier against the Central African Republic at the Babanyara Stadium in Kumasi. According to Hutton, he's unconcerned about the public criticism around the future of his 33-year-old captain. Andrea Yu joined his teammates in their first training session at the Craspo Stadium yesterday as Ghana aims to solve qualification for uh, next year's tournament. Growing conceptions doesn't... Um... It's not something that means too much to me. Now, from my point of view as, as head coach, it's about the squad that I want and the reasons for each player to be in the squad. So what is a perception outside? I don't know, you know, and this is not, not my concern. What I have to do is I have to pick a squad. And uh, that squad can be made up of young, 
exciting players. They can be made up of perhaps more experienced players. There will there will always be in the general public there will, there will always be a, be a lot of debate about who should be in the squad and should who shouldn't. And uh, there are players and Andre comes into a category we know that he hasn't played as much so we're, we're knowledgeable about the amount of games that he's played um, but I also know what he means to the squad he's a captain I know what he gives the squad as regards and it's and anybody in the squad it's 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 never just about their abilities it's about what they bring to the squad some experience some know-how how they can affect the the other players so for every player that's in the squad there is there is a reason so this is why Andrea Ayew is still in the Black Stars court, irrespective of the fact that he's without a football club at the moment. So that's the words of uh, the Black Stars head coach, Chris Hutton. And at the moment, Ghana sits at the top of Group E of the qualification table with nine points from five games, having won two and drawn three. And uh, the Black Stars will leave Accra for Kumasi today and train at the Baba Yara Stadium at 4 p.m. We understand that uh, 23 players have reported to camp and the South Africa-based goalkeeper Richard Ofori and Crystal Palace striker Jordan Ayew are the two players yet to report to camp. Speaking of Jordan Ayew, he has to camp on the back of being voted the Crystal Palace player for August. He uh, amassed 29.7% of the supporters' votes, beating Anderson and Eberechi Eze, as well as uh, Jefferson Lema, to claim the award. And for the grateful Jordan Ayew, he's hoping to maintain his fine form under Roy Hoxon. <laughs> it's been a while, very long time. I've been gotten a, a trophy as well. Um, I'd just like to thank everyone, the fans, uh, the, the club, the staff for supporting me since Ray has come in. It's been really good to me and obviously uh, putting me in, into positions where I can uh, express myself and uh, where I feel more comfortable. It gives me the freedom to express myself. and. As a player, that's what you ask for. Every game, I try to tell myself that I need to be efficient. I need to make something happen. And you know, at the moment, things are, are going on well. And you know, the season is still long. It's still the start of the season, but there's still a lot of games to go. And hopefully, we'll continue. All right. So that's the inform Crystal Palace and Black Stars attacker Jordan. Are you there now? The Ghana Football Association has appointed UEFA license holder Desmond Offer as the new Black Stars light head coach, replacing Samuel Buedu, the 35-year-old former under-21 coach of Belgian side Royal Antwerp, will be assisted by ex-Ghana attacker Neo Datilamte and Hearts of Lions coach Salifu Fatau. Meanwhile, Samuel Buedu, the previous Hearts of Oak coach, will now join Babanuhu as assistant coaches of the Black Galaxies. We also understand that Masoud Didi-Dramani continues his role as head coach of the Galaxies after Daniel Anno Walker was relieved of the position following Ghana's exit at the last edition of the Championship of African Nations earlier this year. Now, still on uh, football here in Ghana, the outstanding players from last season's Ghanaian football calendar will be awarded this Saturday at the UPSC Auditorium in Accra. Uh, there will be awards presented to the outstanding players from the various leagues, including the Juvenile Leagues, the Assets Bank Division 1 League, the Malta Guinness Women's Premier League, 
the M20 FA Cup and also the Best Power Premier League. And the GFA's end of year awards uh, for the season is held under the theme Rewarding Excellence, spanning from the juvenile to the professional levels. Let's do more stories now. And the Sports Ministry has responded to a reported demand from Olympic bronze medalist Samuel Techi before he rejoins the national boxing team for the next Olympic qualifiers. We understand the 22-year-old wanted a $20,000 pledge from President Akufuado for his career development released. However, the sports ministry statement indicated that $10,000 from the fans have already been given to the boxer and they will ensure that the balance is released when Techi presents a good personal development plan. City Sports' Gabby Affair has more. $10,000 was given to Mr. Tichi on 18th November 2021. An sunny vehicle worth $20,000 was presented to him by the Honorable Minister on 18th November 2021. An amount of $5,000 was paid to him on 16 December 2022. An additional $5,000 was presented to him on 27 July 2023 at his request to enable him prepare towards the 2024 Olympic qualifiers. This implies that out of the $20,000 meant for his personal development a plan of ten thousand dollars is now payable to him when he presents a good personal development plan the ministry went on to say that it is worth noting that many heroes in our society today face challenging circumstances because they never had the opportunity for such structured and long-term plan we aim to provide mr Tichy with the best possible foundation for a successful boxing career and we look forward to witnessing his continued achievement on the international stage all right so that's uh the city sports gabby affair with uh, more on that statement from the sports ministry on Samuel Techi's demands there. Now, in uh, Europe, Man City forward, Jack Grealish and Liverpool midfielder Trent Alexander-Arnold have been ruled out of England's September fixtures due to injuries. Also, Manchester United winger Anthony has withdrawn from the Brazil squad for the upcoming World Cup qualifiers against Bolivia and Peru following assault allegations. According to the Brazilian Football Confederation, the decision was taken after uh, his uh, girlfriend or ex-girlfriend, yes, Gabriela Gavalin, accused him of physical assault. Anthony has denied any wrongdoing to that story. And still on my United, the club's new left-back, Sergio Reguillon, has expressed his joy at completing a dream move to Old Trafford. He joins the club on loan from Tottenham Hotspur, and uh, last season he was on loan at Atletico Madrid and says he can't wait to deliver for Man United. For me, it's, it's, it's a dream. Uh, uh, I'm so excited to, to be here to, to, to play for, for Manchester. And I see the advertisement with the, with the players on my team. And now I, I play against them a lot of times. And for me, um, I want to play now the Premier League, start to play games. And, just say thank you. At Real Madrid, you shared a, a dressing room with Casemiro, Rafael Varane. How will those two help you settle in? Now, when, when I arrived this morning, uh, they had been welcome. You need something. We are here about the, the houses, the, 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 the life in, in Manchester. And for me, you know, as always. Uh, I knew many players before as well, Bruno, uh, and Onana. And for me, I, I know a lot of people in the dressing room. Right, so that's the Sergio Reguillon, the new Man United left back. Finally, in tennis, let's focus on the US Open, where former runner-up Alexander Zverev is through after beating Yannick Sina. Also, Daniel Medvedev progressed after his victory over Alex de Menur. And uh, Andrew Rublev is also through to the next round after beating Jack Draper. Carlos Alcaraz was too much 
for world number 61 and Naldi as well. Today there's Djokovic, Novak against Carlos, um, Taylor Fritz and also Francis Tiafo faces Ben Shelton. In the women's singles also Jessica Pegula lost to Madison Keys and Maketa Vondrusova was too much for Peyton Stens. Ange Jaber of Tunisia is out after losing to China's Zhen Guinwen and uh, Arena Sabalenka, the new or the incoming world number one, who is through to the next round after beating Daria Kasatkina in the US Open. Later today, there's Salina Ostapenko facing Coco Golf, and uh, Sorona Sristia will be up against Carolina Muchova. There's more sports on citysportsonline.com, and later at 5 p.m. on Sports Flash with Gabi of uh, Hastala Proxima from me, Evan Sofochu Manso. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. The City Breakfast Show, rise above the noise. Switch cutting, dead dope, dead dope. Some of the on the City Breakfast Show. Today is the 5th of September. And a few people are celebrating their birthday today. I just want to go through quickly. Happy 45th to Ken Kumsen Jr. Your journey as a former president of Shivening Aluminous Association and your valuable contributions to the Ghana Federation of Labor are truly commendable. May this special day be filled with happiness and the promise of even greater accomplishments ahead. Here's to celebrating you and the impact you've made. Kenneth Kumsin is a great friend of mine, Nathan. I'm wishing him a happy, happy 45th. Happy birthday to the brilliant ideas boss, Justice Kwesi Datsun of Compassion International. You're a big man. We celebrate your humility, kindness, and wonderful personality. Coming in from David Mensah, Tema Michelle Camp area. Happy birthday to the love of my life, my adorable wife, Rodlin Janite. From the moment you... From the moment our path crossed, my life has been filled with endless love, joy, and laughter because of you. You are the sunshine that brightens me every day. May this year be filled with more adventures, cherished moments, and a love that grows stronger each passing year. From Samo Janite Jr. Or with all my love, Samo Janite Jr. HR of Rich Hospital and partner at Mola Chambers. To your wife, Rodaline Janite. So the message is from the man Samuel. 
to his wife Rodalyn. Yeah. Happy birthday to Emanuela Amapeni. May your day be the beginning of an impactful and beautiful year. Keep spreading love and making the world better. Here's to a year of joy and growth ahead. From Mrs. Mabel Akita and the kids, wishing William Mate Akita, aka Mini Ake Ake Mini Yano. Look at the name Miano, aka Unumlishi. Happy birthday to you. We love you so much. And to my wife Veronica, Ayele Kenyin, a happy birthday. More blessings. Tell her she's my everything. And I never regret choosing her. I'm not sure where this is coming from. few more birthday messages this one says happy birthday to ava sabi jones quarter from the opps 84 year group is that a pass i think so i think it's a pass yes, yes, yes. pass okay all right uh, this one says uh, happy birthday uh ha- belated happy birthday to elder morrison Ahiakwa mm. of the piwc michelle camp and also okay. a head teacher of community eight number four jhs mm-hmm. and brenda lynn and Kelvin Plaha, mm. who are um, at um, Kakasunanka. Okay. Kakasunanka. <laughs> this one says, belated happy birthday to Tara Squire. Manager. Tara Squire. Yes. Manager extraordinaire. Yeah. Group head consumer products, Echo Bank. Okay. A pre-second in whom I'm well pleased. <laughs> this is from Mojo. Mojo. Yeah, Tara is a great guy. Okay. Solid, uh, solid, solid guy. <laughs> All right. Meanwhile, Imperial General Assurance believes your insurance experience should be memorable. When you share with us, you have the peace of mind to focus on what matters to you because we will be there for you when the unexpected happens. And you'll introduce travel insurance policy that Imperial Travel gives you total cover for all your travels outside Ghana. Talk to us today for all your insurance needs, motor engineering, accident, marine, fire bonds, etc. Call 0302-788-955 or 0577-667-436. Imperial General Solid Protection. And at Bank of Africa, we value the contribution of SMEs to the Ghanaian economy. That's why we do not only provide financial support, we also offer business network opportunities, business improvement workshops, cash collection service, and many more to help SMEs thrive. Now, if you're a small or medium-sized company looking for these and more, we are the bank for you. Call Bank of Africa, 0302-429-333. That's 0302-429-333. We have branches across the country. We have relationship officers ready to talk to you. You can also go to our website and social media. Remember, at Bank of Africa, we are not just here to finance your dreams. We are here to make them a reality. Bank of Africa, the African bank with global reach. As strong as a group, as close as a partner. And Silver Star Auto, the name behind Mercedes-Benz in Ghana for the past 25 years, giving you the green light to give your Mercedes-Benz or your Merc the care it deserves. Go easy on your pocket and schedule your free inspection today. 
enjoy free inspection of passenger or commercial vehicle 15 percent discount on genuine spare parts visit any of our outlets in accra graphic road in tema in kumasi promo ends september 30 terms and conditions apply well, have you paid your water bills uh, this month? Well, maybe it might be a little early. Yes, I have paid my water bills. <laughs> okay, now for those who are yet to pay, you need to try the GWCL customer app. It's the fastest and smartest way to pay your water bills. Download the GWCL customer app on Google Play Store and the App Store. And you can do all kinds of things. You can even report bursts, leakages, illegal connections, faults. And all of those things related to water supply. And there are zero charges on all transactions made on the GWCL customer app. Now, the NLA is giving you multiple chances to win big every day. So, from September 11, they are introducing the Noon Rush Draw, which is happening every Monday to Saturday at 1 p.m. So, it adds to the long list of draws they already have. Mm. You can also speak with the NLA on 266 or 266 if you want to report any fraudulent activity concerning NLA. And uh, speak to them. NLA, development through games. You know, you've come into some money, you want to buy yourself a lovely home mm. and you are wondering what to do. Look, speak to Sukasa. Yeah. They've got the old granting communities, affordable luxury housing project. They've got three bedroom units without houses, four bedroom units without houses. Are great places, Ayi Mensa and East Legon Hill. So call them on 0302-960-865 or send them a WhatsApp message on 055-369-7886 or get them on social media at Sukasa GH. Sukasa Building on trust all right so it's 7 42 and this morning i am not happy uh, because you know usually when something good happens to somebody you should be you should rejoice with them who rejoice and you should mourn with those who mourn but but this one so the bbc has a story by induka or from abuja but it's a legal story it says um Paying passengers have used the Lagos Metro Rail service for the first time on Monday, September 4, 20 years after plans for the rail line were announced. So they announced the plans in 2003. Where were you in 2003? I was very young. Good. That was when Kufo <laughs> was president. 20 years after the plans for the line were announced and 14 years after construction began on the project. Yeah. Governor Babajide Sanwo'olu was on board as the train began commercial operations months after it was launched at the beginning of the year with test rides. The 13-kilometer, 8-mile, that, that's British, right? Yeah. Blue Line. So they even have a name for it, Blue Line. You know, we have Piccadilly Line. We have the, 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 the which other line? Uh, Central Line. Central Line. The, Victoria Line. Yes. The, the, the other line. So the 13-kilometer Blue Line from Marina on Lagos Island to mile two on mainland that's what's even killing me so they wanted to do a train that connects island to mainland you know yeah. if you're driving if you're in lagos if you're going to when i went to lagos in 2009 i was living at um, ikoi and lagos island so no, sorry sorry so there's there's um forgive me so there's um oh what's the name of this place there's ikoi and then victoria island also mm-hmm. victoria island all right that's where i lived yeah, and you then, were on victoria yes I and i was working i was working in mainland Okay. So mainland, a place called Ilupeju, a place called Isolo, 
and other places, Ikeja and things. So you would join, you would drive on across the third mainland bridge. Yeah. It's a long drive to get to mainland. So Victoria Land, and uh, at the time I was there, like he was now coming up. Okay. This train is connecting people from the island. Charlie. To the mainland. So you go to island. So when you are driving to, when you are going to, to Victoria and Ikoi and those places, you get to Lagos Island first. Lagos Island was much closer before you go to, and Lagos Island is a poor place. It's not like VI. VI is a, a wealthy place. Yeah, yeah. And then Victoria. there's Banana Island, which is also wealthy. Iko is also wealthy. And then Lekki, which is a whole new ball game. But Lagos Island was not that wild, right? So they are they are connecting people from Lagos Island. So Lagos Island would be like uh, maybe Kilefe. Kilefe. Okay. So they are connecting them on Lagos Island to mile two on the mainland. Right? So this is a 13 kilometer ride that links business districts with residential areas. The train is expected to ease commuting in the state, which has been notorious for traffic jams. Estimates say the new rail line will cut down the length of journeys on that route by as much as three hours. Can you imagine? You save three hours <clears throat> through commuting, although commuting times on the roads have been reduced drastically since the removal of fuel subsidy. So there's another story happening in Lagos. Because they've removed fuel subsidy, Trotro is more expensive. Yeah. So they call it Mulo. It's more expensive now. Right. So there's a BBC feature that shows that in Lagos now, the streets are empty because people are opting to either walk to work or they're not going to take Trotsky or whatever. All right. Now, there are five stations on the overland route which can be covered in around 30 minutes and it will cost you 750 naira. That's roughly one dollar, mm-hmm. or that's roughly 11 cities. 11 cities all right, for a full trip. There will be an initial 12 trips during the morning and evening peak hours, so 12 in, 12 out, and which will rise to 76 at full operation. This is serious. The blue line is one of six rail and monorail lines that are part of the state's transport plan that includes ferries and the bus rapid transport brt so lagos is going to do ferries brt and they started a light rail train all right now that story one that's not making me happy now let me go to the next one um there are about 10 african cities that are running effective brts all right so the rise of brt in africa this is a world bank report okay building a brt is much cheaper and faster making it an attractive option for cities that are looking to develop high quality mass transit with limited time or resources brt corridors are already up and running in dar es salaam which oh. country is that tanzania, tanzania. lagos which nigeria. is nigeria in south african cities like cape town george johannesburg and pretoria Another 10 are currently under planning or construction around Africa, including Abidjan. Where is Abidjan? Cote d'Ivoire. Dakar. Dar es Salaam. Yeah, Dar es Salaam is in phase 3 and 4. So they've done phase 1 and phase 2. <laughs> phase 1 started like 20 years ago. So advanced level. They are, they are finishing phase 2 in 2024 and they are going to phase 3 and phase 4. Douala. Cameroon. Ouagadougou. <laughs> Spokina Faso. Maputo. Uh, Mozambique, Kampala, Uganda. The World Bank is financing one in Kumasi. In this report, I'm reading. There's also Kumasi, but we've not seen it yet. One city that has made impressive progress on its BRT is Dakar, Senegal's bustling political and economic capital. Construction crews are working hard to complete the 18.3 kilometer corridor and 23 stations, with the objective of starting passenger service by June 2023. This story is a bit dated. For Dakar, which has been struggling for decades with chronic traffic congestion and insufficient public transport capacity, 
the appeal of BRT was hard to ignore. The government considered a range of solutions to improve transport conditions in the city. A lead transport specialist who supervises the World Bank team working on the project says in the end, the BRT was chosen as the most efficient and cost-effective solution. It will carry about 300,000 daily passengers with reduced construction cost, a high-capacity building, a high-capacity bus fleet, and strong integration with the existing public transport. Once operational, the new BRT will make a significant difference in the daily lives of people in the city. Commuters from the densely populated area of Guediwaye, mm-hmm. for instance, will <clears throat> see public transport travel times to central Dakar decrease from 90 minutes to 45 minutes and will be able to access an additional 120,000 jobs. The BRT corridor will pass through many of the city's busiest and most populous districts, connecting residents to businesses, education, healthcare, and many other services and opportunities. To ensure maximum coverage, feeder buses will link more distant neighborhoods to the BRT stations. The system will be closely integrated with other model, other modes and offer discounted transport transfers to local buses. And then they say the BRT is good news for the planet as well because it's greener and all of that. So the, the question is, what is Ghana doing for transportation? What is, what is, what, what is Ghana's urban transport master plan? How does it look like? Do we have a Where are we going? Do we have a, a functioning rail line in Accra? But what we have is <clears throat> Tema to Accra that has been running for some time now. It started last year. They were supposed to move from the uh, current model, which runs on diesel, to an electronic one. They call it DUMB or so. I'm not sure if that has happened. Do we know how many trips they make in a day? Um, I think last year when it started, they do two in the morning, two in the evening. Do you know how and many passengers? Three they, cities. How many the passengers time. they convey? I could I could check that quickly because the Lagos that. guys are doing twelve. Five hundred thousand a day. Yes, in Lagos, and they are doing twelve. They are going to seven, yeah. seven. So basically, the scale is massive. And if you look at the route they are using, they are using they are so they are leaving Lagos Island to mainland. Yeah. So you're probably looking at. In our case, maybe you are doing Adenta to Accra. Yes. Or you're doing Kaswa to Accra. All right. Yeah. Now, you are talking about a densely populated place to places where they go and work. <clears throat> so, I'm mentioning cities that have BRTs that are functioning. Yeah. And I'm also mentioning cities that have rail. Okay. So, we are talking about... Tanzania is almost like the poster child for BRT in Africa. Tanzania, they don't even speak English. Tanzania was considered like a company, a country that chose the wrong route. Tanzania and Kenya were neighbors. Tanzania's president was Julius Nyerere, and they decided to speak only Swahili. But they have a functioning transport system. Okay. I'm not saying it's perfect. Nigeria has a rail line that's working, started down Monday, Lagos. They have ferry system that works, or that they are developing, and they've added BRT to it. Yeah. We went to Lagos to learn BRT. 2007, we've still not done it. So we launched BRT in 2007. It's not functioning. Then our rail lines, there's Tema to Accra. Takradi doesn't have a rail system that works. You know, so I, I'm, meanwhile, we've had a rail ministry since 2017. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we have aviation ministry. I'm sure we can even create a, a water transport ministry if we are, if we are provoked. <laughs> right? Yeah. So the question is, is it that we know we don't is Accra that complicated because the cities that I mentioned with the function BRT let me just do this yep. for emphasis yep. alright so BRT is working in Dar es Salaam Tanzania Cape Town Johannesburg 
Pretoria, Lagos, and then it's at different stages in Abidjan, Dakar, Douala. Douala. Douala is Cameroon's second city. Yaoundé is Cameroon's first city. Douala. Kampala. Charlie Maputo. Maputo report. <laughs> Even Wagadugu. So what do we have in Ghana? GPR to you. Bernard, this is what we have. Um, a lot of talking. Tema Mpakadan railway line to be completed by end of 2022. No, this is Peter Mewu speaking. Story on City Newsroom by Kokodio Masa, June 11, 2022. And then it says the Ministry of Railway Development says it is confident <laughs> that the Tema Mpakadan railway line will be completed by the end of 2022. The construction of the 97.6 kilometer railway line has since construction began witnessed several setbacks, including the emergence of COVID-19 <laughs> in 2020. So COVID has only came to yeah. the project. Uh, the project began from Tema in the Greater Accra region through Afienya, North Town District in the Volta region and ends at Mpakadan, a few kilometers from Akosumbo. Now, addressing the media after inspecting the Volta Rail Bridge sector, Sector Minister John Peter Mehu said despite the delay in its completion, work on the project is ongoing in earnest. So basically from this story we understand that the Tema Mpakadan railway line should have been open but and you running know, you by know, now. That, that, is, that has even addressed my question yeah. because today I'm talking about urban transport. Yeah. So Nigeria has done the blue line, 12 trips, it's going to 76. Yeah. So they have, they have rail transport. Yeah. They are working on ferries. So a ferry will take you because Lagos is basically Lagos. It's, it's like an island. So they, go, they are going to have people who are going to be conveyed by ferry to and from home and work. Then they have the BRT, which is functioning. Yeah. Okay. In Ghana, our BRT is not functioning. <coughs> In Ghana, our rail, for urban, we don't have urban rail. Yeah. The Tema to Accra is, is a far cry from it's what you expect. Optimal. Right? Your motorway is in a disastrous state. Your most congested part of your your your, your dormitory city is Kaswa. Yeah. There's no rail line there. You have so so it's and like the road network there is in a very sorry state. Meanwhile, we that have a rail ministry. Yeah. We have a transport ministry and we have a roads ministry. We have an aviation ministry. We had an aviation ministry. It's no longer. So so the question is it that we you know? Is our city more complicated than other cities? I just mentioned uh, Wagadugu, Dar es Salaam, Douala, Kampala. <laughs> Somebody just sent me a photo of Kampala's BRT. Charlie, you put laugh at you wearing Museveni and say, oh, M7, he was sitting in a car. Look at the photos of Kampala's BRT. Wow. Look, 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 at, the, look at the station. Here's another listener. Bernard, I just came i was in dar es salaam two months ago their brt is working plus railway network oh, cleaner city oh. cleaner and nicer beaches oh charlie bro my information from the ministry of railway this morning you've called them is, yes what are they saying they are saying that the tema and pakadan railway line is 98 percent complete <laughs> and that it will be what, what has it will be commissioned in the first quarter of 2024. Like we heard from the uh, roads ministry, they say that the COVID-19 domestic debt testing program and IMF and funding basically has affected um, the, the flow and, and the pace of work. You know what is sad? You know, 
some of these countries that are using light rail in cities don't even have the mineral resources we have. So from what Enim said yesterday, countries that have like minerals can develop rail lines so that it conveys the like, bauxite, yeah. manganese or whatever to the coastal area yeah. for either processing or export. Then, so the, the, the mines will pay for the rail line. Yeah. Then when you pay for the rail line, you can use the excess to now convey people. So it's paying for itself. So one way of taking pressure off your roads is to develop your rail. Because your rail, and Ghana is a mineral resource, rich country. So Ghana has diamonds, we have bauxite, we have gold, we have manganese. Yeah. All right. Even the mining communities, the rail is not working. And not, the roads there too are not you get me? Good Not to talk of it now, subsidizing. Then in your Accra, which is congested, you don't have a light rail system. Tram systems are possible. You don't have it. You don't have a ferry system. You have a water body okay. all the way from the central region. Yeah, you haven't explored that. Your BRT too, you just went to buy buses. You now call it QBS. You say Ayalolo bus. You are just not serious. Meanwhile, tune the radio. Every day people are talking. Every day people are arguing. Every day politicians are talking. Countries that don't even have half of the politicians we have are building beer. Tanzania. I was here recently, some, like a few years ago. Tanzania sent some people to come and talk to us about our democracy and things. They brought a delegation of people from their parliament or something. And I was speaking to them. What will I tell them today? You know? I've met delegations from Uganda. They all, Ghana has such a big name. It's the like, oh, you guys are so promising. You guys are the last hope of uh, West Africa. Something, something. They've overtaken us. Bella, we have a master plan. The, in 2020, the railway ministry had a master plan. In all, we are looking at about 3,846-kilometer railway line, mm. a, a whole network of railway line, right? Mm -hmm. And we are looking at $1 billion U.S. dollars for all of that. <laughs> the Tema Mpakadan railway line would have costed, oh, the Cost projection mm -hmm. is $450 million U.S. dollars. There's the Huni Valley one is uh, 700 million euros. Mm -hmm. Kumasi Kasi is about 48 million. All these are they're just in the putting, They're just putting the money there. They are in the pipeline. There's, there's, there's no pipeline. Brother, they are in the pipeline. They are not in the pipeline. There. There's the Eastern Line, which is from Accra to Kumasi. This is more than 300 uh, kilometers plus. So this is just on paper. Yes, and uh, financing. And what worries me is even the Accra and Sawam one. So the question is, where did the Nigerians get their money from? That's, where did the Tanzanians get their money from? Where did Wagadugu get their money from? Where did Douala get their money from? Where did Dakar get their money from? But uh, there's even a railway line from Kumasi to Takradi. So it's a beautiful plan. <laughs> so did the plan tell you? Did the plan tell you which of them has started? So, well, um, they've all stored. I'm told the Kumasi Kasi one is a government of Ghana funded project. It's a is double it lane. It's a six kilometer one. It's ongoing, uh, albeit at a slow pace. It's moving at like the way the train will move. At a slow pace. Uh -huh. And ours are all based on diesel and not electric. The Lagos one is an electronic train. You know, ours is, is yeah. based on diesel. So, but so, we so have Lagos has an electronic train. Yeah, they have an electronic train. Meanwhile, we spent $2 million on feasibility studies for a sky train. Like, if this is, if, 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 if this, I don't, I don't even know how to describe it. Wait, the we, feasibility cost yes, us $2 yes, million. Dollars. We spent $2 million 
we, we paid two million dollars to a company for feasibility studies for a sky train in ghana oh. and this is two years ago we paid two million dollars in ghana no you can google it well, i'm a who told sander that the sky train project we won't do it again but why did you spend the two million who paid it so this so like i don't even see a plan for optimizing urban transport what we have in accra is structures taxis a whole mess we'll, we'll take a break let's bring you take a media trends this, this morning i'm just trying to provoke Ghanaians to think that charlie if we have to get serious who people have left us who lagos lagos we, we say nigeria is confusing and crowded the blue line is working from Lagos Island to mainland. About 500,000 people a day. Can you imagine? 500,000 passengers a day. <laughs> what a beer. That's wild. It's 8 o'clock. By the way, if you are listening to me in a trotro, please send me a text. Eh? How much do you pay? How do you get to work every morning? How do you commute? Do you do boat? Do you do Uber? Do you do trotro? Do you do taxi? Or do you use your legacy bands? Do you walk? Or do you use BRT? Or do you take an, do you take anti yes. anti day day? Do you know anti day day? I do. Anti day day bus. All right, take us to media trends next. Brought to you by Vodafone. Vodafone Cash special bundles just got sweeter with the new Vodafone Cash <coughs> special voice offer. With only five cities, you get two hundred minutes of talk time, valid for seven days to all networks. Make calls to all networks all week long. At the best value on Vodafone Cash Special Voice Offer. Dial star 110 hash to buy your bundle or visit my Vodafone app to make your purchase. And sending money to Nigeria has been made much, much easier, convenient, and exciting through the new Pan-African Payment and Settlement System, the PAPS. You can send money in minutes to Nigeria, to Liberia, and the Gambia. Simply... Uh, Visit any FBM branch or to receive money, open an FBN account. Call 0596921921. FBN Bank, you first. Nathan. Yep. Ah. Ah. Anyway, let's get into Let's it's going to do what's trending for the morning. So, a number of very interesting trends. Hashtag fix the motorway is trending. Mm. Fix the motorway. So, every now and again, people, you know, gather and, you know, coalesce around this idea of fixing the motorway. The motorway mm. users are very unhappy with the state of the motorway. It's so terrible. It's terrible. Hashtag fix the motorway. Afarijan is also trending. Over the weekend, um, I think he, there was a function where he spoke. He talked about the NDC mm-hmm. um, having to go back to IPAC and that mm-hmm. IPAC is a good place to air your yeah, grievance. Trending. Yes, I've seen some quotes attributed to him that he was a member of the NDC. I don't know how true or false those quotes are, but it looks like people are jumping on that. Ghana card is also trending. The NIA is registering. Go for your Ghana card. Go, oh. please. If you don't have one, go now. Mm. Go now. 15 years and above, go and get your Ghana card. And then... Black stars are trending. They have started preparing to take on the Central African Republic on Thursday mm. in an Afghan qualifier in Kumasi. They started training yesterday in Accra. They are flying to Kumasi today mm. to continue their preparations. They need a win to book their place in the next Afghan in Cote d'Ivoire early next year. So that's we'll the win, we'll win, we'll win. <clears throat> that's the we'll win, with, we'll win. <laughs> Black stars. Um, mm. to some tech news mm. and uh, new iPhone, new charger. 
Uh-huh. Apple has finally yeah, listened to the EU. Now, Apple's latest iPhone will almost certainly feature a USB-C charge point mm. when it is unveiled on the 12th of September. Mm. Now, the firm's phones currently use this proprietary lightning adapter, mm-hmm. unlike rivals including Samsung. A European Union law requires phone manufacturers to adopt a common charging connection by December 2024 to save consumers money and cut waste. Now, mm. most new... Apple products such as the latest iPads already use USB-C, but the firm had argued against the EU rule. So it looks like now they will listen to the EU and have a USB-C charging point. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. Our daily way, Yaradua started the daily way work. In fact, Obasanjo. For 16 years, you are reviving a daily way that we should should completely lay aside. A daily way we're supposed to lay aside completely. In Lagos State, APC said today, we are working electric electronic play railway. APC state government is running a electronic railway today in Lagos State. The federal government with all the billions of money in their, in their hands are just reviving locomotive in their engines. For 16 years of democracy. <laughs> Three presidents. Why should we remain with PDP? Papa DC Peking. How, why should we remain in PDP? Poverty distributing people. We have seen poverty. I have not seen poverty that I have seen in my life since I came. I am 52 years in this in, in this world today. I have not seen a misgoverned people before. before. I was 20 years when I lived in Kano. I lived my life in Kano. I lived in, in Sokoto. This is in North Nigeria I was born. When I married my wife, 91, I'll enter motor night, go to my come back by night bus. Don't know bus, night bus again in Nigeria, courtesy of PDP. They ask them why. Let's say my people go start sell the sky. On too many levels, we did compromise. They bring new money, they can't tell us why. They ask them why. You have the secretary, but get the BA. One do the work, one do the BJ. But those who do the work, you leave them bleeding. When it comes to election day, I go ask you waiting plan for me. Unless you show me, unless you show me. You see the politician, they like we day. They drop our money like we just know day. Unless you show me, unless you show me. When it comes to election day, I go ask you waiting plan for me. Unless you show me, unless you show me. Thirty minutes past eight. Well, in case you don't know, uh, Nigeria, Lagos, Lagos has um, launched their their urban rail system. It's called the Blue Line, and it's it's um, a, a report the BBC put up this morning. They launched it yesterday. The Lagos State Governor launched the Blue Line, 
and uh, some of the numbers Caleb is putting out, they are running 12 trips a day. They're going to move to 76. And tens of thousands of people will be moved in Lagos. It's going for 750 naira, which is roughly a dollar per trip. And the, the first connection is from Lagos Island to mainland. For those of you who know Lagos very well. Uh, then we came to... The, and apart from that, we are told that Lagos is also uh, working on a ferry system. Because there's a whole river body in Lagos. So they use a ferry. And they're also now working on a BRT, which is functioning. Cities with BRT are Dakar, Kampala, Uganda, so Dakar, Senegal, Kampala, Uganda, Dar es Salaam, Tanzania, Douala, Cameroon, Ouagadougou, um, Cape Town, Johannesburg, um, Maputo, Maputo, and I think I forget the rest. All right. Now let me talk about Ghana. Did you know that the first attempt at an efficient public transport system in Ghana was in 1898. The first rail line was constructed from, guess where? Guess where? 1898. 1898. Um, the rail, so it must have been like what? From Takrade to Tema? Takrade to Takwa. To Takwa, okay. And yesterday we spoke to an image, that line is not working. The Takrade lines are all not working. But the first rail line was in 1898. Oh. Then, the first road was created between Jamestown and Dodowa to Latte in 1905. Whoa. So we've been doing this for long ago. Now we started OSA. Do you know OSA? OSA. Omini Bus Service, 1927. Yeah. And then this was for Accra, Kumasi, Takradi, and Obuase. Then we've had STC, Intercity, City Express. City, whatever. Then we have Metro Mass, QBS. <laughs> so there was Metro Mass, there's QBS, there's BRT, QBS. Yeah. So this is where we are in Ghana. Great Accra has 5 million people. We don't have a functioning public transport system. We don't have a, a, fa- a functioning rail system. We don't have a tram system. We don't have a ferry system. What we have is um, Trotro. We have uh, taxis. Now we have uh, a quality boat, Uber boat, and then we have Okada, Okada, and sometimes yellow, yellow. Yeah. So, <laughs> so as far as people are going forward, Tanzania is doing BRT. Some are doing tram and things, but doing ferry. We in Kumasi, they are fighting over whether to allow in the central business, the central business yellow, district. Yellow. So it's almost like we you know we have allowed the private sector to take over. You know, it, it's really depressing. Where countries that don't even have half of our sense are doing things better than us. <laughs> but at least they've identified their problem. Oh, Charlie. That's, that's the issue, identifying your problem. You, talk about, you, you talked about the first real um, attempt to have real in Ghana. You know, let's not forget that it was not an attempt to provide transportation to the country. Yeah. It was somebody's business of cutting bauxite yes, yes, yes. and all these things from one place to another. Mm-hmm. That's the commencement of the rail system in Ghana. Mm-hmm. Now, our challenge we are facing is managing transportation and logistics. Mm-hmm. Okay, how do people move from one place to another? Mm-hmm. Can we depend on road transport alone? Mm-hmm. Do we have available natural resources to aid us in plotting other modes of transportation? Do we have rivers? Do we have the sea? Do, you know, there are countries that don't have half of what we have. 
Look at Rwanda. They don't have sea anywhere. They are linking Rwanda with Tanzania with one major rail line. They are thinking ahead. Okay, now this is Ghana. We don't have anything worth showcasing. But government in, government out have always touted the idea of solving transportation mm -hmm. problems. And their solving transportation problems means that let's do more of the roads that we cannot maintain. You have the sea, just a long stretch of sea. We cannot boast of one transportation system from even Tema to Accra oh, by, nice. sea. by sea. We have the Odo River that we have turned into Gotha, which we could have expanded years ago to provide a single line transportation, if not for anything, even for school children. You see, look, you were talking about the Lagos thing I was talking about. This is when Alhaji Latif Jakande uh, was governor of Lagos State under Buhari. Uh, correct people, correct me if I'm wrong. This was in 83 84. He decided that let's do this for Lagos. You understand? So somebody now said that we will go ahead and create it to solve the problem of Lagos. So this is not even the federal government. No, 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 no. This is Lagos state, state government. It's a state government. This is Lagos state. Okay, now I'm talking about this decision was made before, before, uh, 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 what's the capital? Uh, before Abuja was Abuja even was even done. So they saw their problems mountain and mountain. And if you were in Lagos, say, two, three years ago, you understand what traffic is all about. Yeah. Now, with the commencement of this blue line, mm -hmm. which later on they are going to launch the red line. Yeah. If you look at the, 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 the yeah. track, the, the, the pathway for the blue line mm -hmm. starting from the uh, marina place mm -hmm. through national theater mm -hmm. igamu mm -hmm. alaba mile two first tag village alaba uh, yeah alaba yes mm -hmm. uh, first tag mm -hmm. um alakija mm -hmm. uh, all the way to um what do you call okoko maiko so it's like they south yes, they sir. start from the south and yes move into exactly into and then the red line is moving from marina ebutero ido oyimbo ebutemeta yaba mushin oshodi uh, Ikeja, Agege, all the way to Agbado. So across. Yes. So you see, they, somebody has planned the thing and they are implementing to solve their own transportation problem. So they have the problem. blue line and the red line. Yes. And it looks pretty neat. If you look at it the does. Color, if you look at the color. In Very efficient. But no, no, no government can convince us that they have even attempted to solve our transportation problem. So they, let's, let's have a question. So now, the Tanzanians and Nigerians are using rail as part of the urban transport mix. Mm -hmm. When I go to our rail plan, I don't even think we are thinking of using it for urban transport. They are thinking, for example, the line that they are talking about is Tematu. Impakada. Now, um, I mean, with all, with, with all due respect to Akusumbu and Impakada, like, that's not... Because I no, think... I think for them, they are doing the hub and spoke thing, where if you can cut... Um, your um, well, the the freight mm -hmm. from Tema to Impakadan, yeah. they they now transport ferry it through the Volta River up, there. up north. Okay, okay, okay. So it's something that looks like which which is okay if they're able to do it. But this is what I'm thinking. You are looking for something that can pay for itself because most of the railway projects are capital intensive, yeah. right? So there are two possibilities in the Takradi Enclave. Yeah. If you did the rail and you use it to convey cargo. 
then some of it can then be passenger so that the cargo pays for the construction because you have bauxite and manganese yeah. and things but in places like accra you have major dormitory town kasua yeah. mm-hmm. then you have adenta and these environs and then you have tema people are coming in from kasua every day the number is a lot so if you're going to use Real. rail then you are going to get the volume that can pay to for make it. up for that mm-hmm. yes. that's why there's light rail that's what i'm saying so how that's come we, light so rail. but if you look that i'm saying i'm come somewhere when you look at the master plan there's there doesn't no one appear to be there doesn't appear to be an, a, a thinking around using rail to even solve urban transport problem it's more the thing you spoke about you know i don't know i don't know whether it's the money that they don't think we can pay for it or whether the appetite they don't think people because i think there are people there are people who Look, I'm asking people to send yeah. me how they get to work today, right? Most people are saying this, they, 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 are in, they take trotro and they, they spend time in traffic. Yeah. If we had a functioning rail line like the blue line from Kasua to Accra, people would take it. Bernard, while Kasua is missed in the master plan, I think the major one I see here is the Accra to Kumase and Kumase to takrade this is they call this the western line so kumasi to takrade and then the eastern line is the accra to kumasi so these the western line is connecting kumasi to takrade resource rich area another resource rich area and then mm. two major cities accra to kumasi but, except but, but, but in case of work the, the financing plan? all of that yeah. so, this, so these are these are still plans yeah the, these are these oh, are plans well they have no, this some is work is ongoing well, this yeah. is what used to be many many years ago yeah which got spot? Yes, where you have the where you had the slipper slipper trade and all these yeah. things, but they've all gone <clears throat> bonkers. Well, I'm hearing. Okay, let's read a few comments on how people get to work. Just trying to gauge the appetite for a more meaningful urban transportation exactly. system. If people in had Ghana. it, they would, they would use it. So um, just just go ahead for me. Send us your <laughs> comments. How do you get to work? Okay. In the, yes. Okay, uh, um, this one says, Bernard, the cities you mentioned mm. are not battling with encroachment on lands meant for roads. Mm. <laughs> so that's another challenge. This one says, our transport system is sick. Imagine these rickety vehicles that the GPRTU rely on to serve uh, commuters. The politicians are not interested in developing this beautiful country. Fifi Latabi Okoshi says, I take the Trotsky from Latabi Okoshi to Kaneshi, Kaneshi to Tema Station. Tema station to cantonments every morning. You did try. This one says, I live at Ashalebutri and I work at Oyarifa. Mm. There's no direct route to my destination. So I travel from Ashalebutri to Medina. Mm-hmm. Medina to Oyarifa. Mm-hmm. Medina to Ashalebutri. It costs me 20 CDs each day. An estimated travel time is three hours. Mm-hmm. So three hours in, no, one and a half hours in, in and out. Hour so three hours in all. This one says, indeed, we are not as serious as a people because we don't value time. Mm. Then I'd imagine if we were proactive and we valued time, we would be having at least 200 kilometers of rail since 2003 if we had serious leadership and proper plans to ease the pain you and I go through just to work and pay our taxes. Mm. God help Ghana, Ralph in Tema. Mm. Francis says, we are not able to do many things because of the resistance attitude in us. Mm. Breaking structures alone to mm. expand roads takes years. Mm. Build rails and parts of it are stolen the next day. Mm. this one says what i know is that most Ghanaians are not interested in development all they care about is their political party in power mm. that's all yeah scatter sent that mm. um this one says it really depends on your pockets trotsky is significantly cheaper mm. for days of heavier traffic monday thursdays fridays 
if the pocket can handle it, we take Uber Bolt Yango, depending on which one is cheapest on Tak-taka the other day. Takashi song. Now, I'll be speaking to an urban planning and mobility expert on how to solve our urban mess. Before that, there's some great news from Societe General Ghana. We have reloaded the Yatisu loan promo and it's been extended to September 29. So if you're looking to pay off those bills without shedding a tear, sort out your kids' school fees, refurbish your home, or start that building, SG Ghana has actually given you more time to jump on this epic loan promo. We have 42 network outlets, or you can reach us on 0302-214314, and we will sprinkle you with some financial magic. Yatisu loan reloaded. It's a promo that's until 29th November. Societe General Ghana, the future is you. Alright, now let's try and bring some expert insight into the urban discussion. Dr. Bernard Abekuata, um FGIP, what's that? It's a fellow of the Ghana something something. <laughs> we can't ask you. It's an urban planning mobility expert, former CEO of the Center for Urban Transport. Doc, thanks for joining us. Good morning. Good morning, Bernard. How are you? I'm frustrated. I am frustrated <laughs> because I just read Lagos launching their blue line and that the trains look the trains look pretty neat. Just been reading about what's happening in Tanzania with their BRT which seems to be functioning pretty well though it has its challenges. Kampala has their BRT have been have, people have sent me pictures from there. Dakar is doing BRT as well. I'm told as many as 10 other cities in Africa are running one BRT or the other. And I'm looking at Accra and I'm seeing trotros, I'm seeing I'm not seeing any alternative to our trotros and taxis. Is it that Accra is such a difficult place to run an effective public transport system? Or is it that we don't have money? Why why can't we do what Nigeria is doing or what Dakar is doing? Thank you very much, uh, Bernard. Um, Accra is not that difficult to manage in terms of urban transport. It's uh, three things that are really worrying us. We have been planning and planning and planning. We have not been implementing. We have been putting measures in place, but we are not enforcing and ensuring that the right things are followed. We have been planning and not adding money where we are supposed to put money to ensure that the systems are running. Transport is like the the heart of every city or of every town. If you shut transport and you shut energy, you ground an economy completely. And we've been planning, we've been talking about rail, we've been talking about uh, non-motorized transport, even ensuring people can walk easily. We've been talking about uh, high-occupancy vehicles that is moving people and block in our policies and all that. But we are not putting money and effort and uh, enforcement where we are supposed to do. And that is what is worrying us. This conversation takes us to leadership and what leadership ought to do to make sure that we are moving. Lagos came to um, implement urban transport when we had started, you know, and they've gone far away. Uh, it's not just 10 cities in Africa. There are about 15, even including Calabar, again in, in Nigeria, who are thinking about sustainable transport, not only rail and DRT, but also thinking about um, what we call uh, non-fossil fuel emitting transportation. So it's not that Accra is difficult, no. It's just that we have not been adding what we have to do with. 
what is the key to what people like uh, Lagos, Dar es Salaam, and Dakar have been able to do? Is it that, for example, Lagos has a federal system, right? So you have a federal governor who, mm-hmm. and then, so you have a state governor who has his own budget. Is mm-hmm. that the, is the, is the organization they have in such places the difference? Because we have a central government which has a whole lot of political pressure. Can the, the way government is set up in these countries be the reason why they've been able to implement these things and we've not been able to do it? Yeah, I mean, look, um, yes, Lagos is federal. Um, Senegal is also running a similar system like the cantons and stuff. Yeah. But it is about the people and how you want them to move, you know, from their origin to their destination to specific places where they work. So irrespective of unitary or federal systems, you have to think about how you move your people. We have been having public transport systems properly planned way before even independence and just after independence. I heard you talking about OSA and all those. They were efforts to ensure that we move people en masse. Um, if you come to President Kufo's time, he added a little bit to uh, metro mass transport where we had elderly people being you know, conveyed for free. We had women, pregnant women being conveyed for free. We had children boarding for free. You remember, and there was a lot that was put in there. So if you take from Kwame Nkrumah through Champon's uh, time, down through Jerry Rawlings' time, where City Express and others were introduced, due to Kofor's time where there was Metro Mass. And then you come to the period of the Atamils into Mahama, where we had the uh, urban transport coming in, which is a spillover from Kofor, and then coming. There were some buses added into it. Between that time and now, we haven't had much organized. Um, that is not to say buses is what solves it. It's the planning and the management that follows it, and the enforcement. So that is on buses. But on rail, um, there has been some effort. I went to tech. I used to board a sleeper from Takradi, and then I'll get to Kumasi. I used to board a, a train from Takradi, I can go to second D, you know. So those things were there. I was born in Accra. I knew that when my mom puts me in bus 12 around those soup, within an interval of five minutes, the buses were moving and we knew that these things were happening. There is, an, there is a, a clock in this planning system which has to do with the period of the revolutions and the fitting of the, what do you call it, informal public transport operators who have now become like a political structure that resists almost everything that government has to do. We can't go into the other details of how Lagos has done it, Dar es Salaam has done it, uh, Joe Beg has done it and all that. But it all comes back to leadership and government saying, I want to move my people en masse as I've done in my transport policy. And for that reason, I'm going to put maybe 1% of GDP, of, uh, GDP over the next 10 years to improve public transport. And that can be done. I'm told that rail is very expensive as an initial investment. And that if you depend on just passenger payments, investors cannot recoup their money even in decades. So is it the way we conceptualize it and do our value for money assessment? By that I'm asking, should we begin to see these investments more from a social side than from an economic side to help in an investment case? 
Bernard, one truth, um, which is a rule of thumb, is that public transport is always subsidized everywhere. Public transport cannot be private, good, complete, complete. You know, if you, I can give you a couple of examples of uh, places that I've worked in. Um, in some places, taxes are placed on companies to support public goods. You know, like you take Rhone Alps in, 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 in France, that is done. But that is Western. If you come to Africa, um, we forget that people movement uh, it's, it's, it's important to economic development. You might not get the returns the way you want it as private, but that is where government comes in to show, you know, this public public good. So yes, it's a conceptualization of it, but also it has to do with the the, the number of uh, alternatives that we have to put in place as far as financing public transport is concerned. You cannot put a private person in public transport and expect him to make profit all through because there's wear and tear, there's maintenance, there's insurance, there's financing and refinancing of the of the rolling stock. And these things have to be taken care of, you know. Um, so, yeah, um, I, I think um, it has to do with the way we conceptualize it. Mm. But how about the insurance companies? How do they insure? How many of our trotros or abattis are running on proper insurance system, you know. So, it's it's a myriad of issues. Mm. Finally, Nigeria spoke up. Lagos is doing light rail. They are doing BRT, and they are also exploring ferry. So oh. that's their urban transport mix. What, in your view, would be Accra's optimal urban transport mix? As an example, Accra, I think, can run on 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 three of the modes. We can have rail, we can have uh, buses, and then we can also improve on non-motorized transportation where we can bring in, you know, walking and cycle lanes properly. Because people want to move and get to the doorstep or wherever they want to arrive. So you cannot take out the non-motorized transportation aspect. People do not drive into shopping areas. They walk. So we have to look at non-motorized transportation as much as possible. But buses and rail are key. I heard you talking about um, tram. Um, yes, tram is good. I heard you talking about light rail. Yes, they are good. But I think we must plan it properly from the initial stages to look at what moves people more. Um, I also heard you talking about Lagos doing uh, electric that is the way to go. We have to start cutting off carbon emissions and see. So uh, if you're talking about optimal, I'm looking at these three modes, even though we have more modes in, in, in public transportation. I noticed that our rail master plan focuses on more longer routes, Accra to Kumasi, Tema to Mpakadan, Takrade to Takwa, Accra, Wagadugu. There doesn't appear to be a focus on urban light rail in a railway master plan. Do, no, do you understand Bernard, why? No, Bernard, I think I disagree with you. Have you really taken your time to look at the railway master plan? Because I wrote part of the urban transport bit in it. It's not it's not every city in Ghana that has it, but Tamale, uh, Kumasi, Accra, Emma, Takrabi, 
down to Kojokrum, uh, Takwa, thereabouts, have bits of urban, urban rail in there. Uh, it's just that we have not implemented it. We have not put uh, money on, on, onto it. Uh, if I have you standing in front, front of the map that has been done as part of the, of the railway matter plan, you will see that there are bits of urban rail in there. The only thing is that the urban rail component cannot pay for itself even within the next 15 years. And that is why you need goods and haulage to complement it. Okay, so Tamale Takra, they do have urban, uh, have rail. There but, are urban bits. But the, yeah. I didn't, is there urban, uh, is there a, a light rail for Accra in the plan? Light rail, I did not see light rail in the rail master plan, no. So, 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 my, so my question is, Accra and Kumasi are two largest cities. Did they yeah. mix in recommend rail for these two cities? Yes. Within, within city? So that's in... Inter-city. Inter, inter yes. It, it, uh, no, intra. Intra, inter. Because you need the two. If you take Kumasi, Kumasi does not stand alone. It's a coordination. Mm-hmm. You are talking of a Jesu beyond there about. All of them have now become part of Kumasi. You know, so, so what did the master plan say about how to finance this? You know, initially when I participated with those who designed it, the, we were looking at three billion for the first phase. After the review, I think it's gone up. Um, there are ways that this could have been financed, but. Um, I may not be able to speak to it on, on air now. So, so did you say three billion? Was that cities or dollars? USD. For 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 what? For which? For phase one? For the phase one, yes. And this phase one would be what? Where? Where to where? Phase one was looking at uh, the Takwadi bit down through to the Takwad areas thereabout. It was looking at Akra, Tema. It was looking at Akra and Sawam. Uh, and then Kumasi. More like the southern zone. Uh, more or less from south to the mid. The other question that baffles me is, so we have manganese, we have bauxite, Kibi, Awaso, and all these places. Yet, when I spoke to my correspondent yesterday from the western region, none of these lines was actively working. Meanwhile, there is still mining going on in those areas, but the mines are rather using articulated tracks to, to use the roads. Is there something I'm missing here? Because if you have all these uh, large mines in the Western region particularly, is the Western region not the, supposed to be like the poster child for for using rail? Because they produce such volumes of bauxite and manganese that it can justify the investment. Help me out. Why is, but, why is the Western yeah, region right, not right, running this? Rightly right, right so. Rightly so, you know. Rightly so. We, have, we allowed a gap to exist and then we had sharks entering in. You know the the haulage industry is a huge cartel that benefits from their supplies. And, and 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 so when it comes to policy and there isn't leadership to take the guts to say yes this is the way we want to go, that gap gets filled anyway. It's just like our public transport system, and they fill the gap and they don't want to leave. You see, and so moving them it's, it's an issue. It's the same with the three-wheelers. You know, it's the same thing. Gaps, and then they fill in. Accra there about Western region is the, you're right, the poster boy of our economy. 
and um, manganese and bauxite and gold. Um, we could look at a couple of, even including oil, because we are now most of the oil companies, you know, uh, lodging within that area. We could look at ways by which we could talk about financing the infrastructure in that area, rail infrastructure, road infrastructure, and, and other things. But it looks like often we'll allow some gaps to come in, and those gaps will certainly be filled. I don't want to talk like, you know, a politician in this, but gaps have been filled. And people have filled the gaps to not see how you can cut their fingers or cut their their noses to spite their faces, you know. Well, thank you for talking to us. Clearly, you've persisted at this for long, so you have a lot of patience. We hope your your work <laughs> will see some good fruits. <laughs> so <laughs> We hope so. Thank God you. Our help. Definitely, Dr. Bernard. Abe, Abe Yes, bro. Yeah, the, the the City Express was. I think you 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 missed the the, the City Express was started by Hila Liman, not Rollins. Um, Hila Liman. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, yeah, Harris Sawyer yeah. as yeah. transport minister. You're right. Oh, so Harris Sawyer right, was Liman's transport minister before yes. he became Rollins's education yes, minister. Yes, 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 yes. You're very right. Uh, You're very, very right. But Rollins continued it. Oh, that's know? correct. City yeah. Express. Yeah. The, I, City Express. Yes. Uh, we had the green line. The, the green line. The blue line. line. I remember. Yeah. I remember the City Express. It was blue. It was an amazing effort, you know. Yeah. Yeah, but but what do you make of um, road discipline? Because you see, I think that with the kind of indiscipline that Ghanaians um, showcase, if we introduce urban rail, somebody can even go and cook, take copot and go and start cooking inside. Oh, it's not There wasn't somebody pounding fufu at the at the. Uh, uh, Kwasi interchange. That one is not. That's not what is. Ghanaians are capable of doing anything. <laughs> but, but let's do it first. We are. We are. We are we no. Look, this this truck. Okay, thank you, thank you, yeah, Doctor Benard. Okay, but, all right. Benard, mm-hmm. this truck truck issue we are talking about. Mm. You've been to Nairobi. Mm-hmm. They also have trotro. Yeah. Look at the way they keep their trotro. Mutatus. Look at the way they keep their trotro. Mm-hmm. And look at Ghana. <laughs> Is there something to say for road discipline? Yeah, but I, I'm I, I yes, it's gone. I'm, I'm I'm I agree with you, but you know, what we are trying to say is that the transport is not developed not because of indiscipline, it's because of poor leadership and lack oh, of lack of implementation. Yeah. Majorly, yeah, major, major. The the, the 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 points he makes are planning is there by implementation is not done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Measures are put in place but it's not carried out and he says we don't also put money, money. into the plan. Yes. So, is is that not the summary of all our headaches? But you had two million dollars to do feasibility study for SkyTrain. You see what so it means you have, and, and you have two million dollars to do feasibility, to do feasibility. for sky people, are, people are still walking free yeah <laughs> people we'll are still walking two million dollars this, this nigeria thing we are talking about the first phase when they they first outdoored it in 2009 mm-hmm. the budget for blue line was one point i think one point um i think one point one point two billion dollars 1.2 billion dollars, 1.19 billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. Okay. That was, that was what it was estimated to cost. Mm-hmm. I'm sure maybe plus or minus. Mm-hmm. But if we wanted to do a thing like that and we are focused, yeah. See, from 2009, yeah. and they were look as at 2021 when I read about this, 
they said that it will be it will be commissioned on the 4th of september 2023 are you serious yes and they commissioned it and they commissioned it and this is next door nigeria this is 2021 yes they planned it. yes they said they will commission it on the 4th of september 2023 and they did it hey look you mentioned some and, countries. Uh, Buhari and now you mentioned some kind. but don't forget that the brt system in lagos the proper brt implementation was started by tinubu yeah as lagos state government yeah, 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 yes yeah, 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 yeah. you see so you, see, you know the funny thing the first governor who re redid it fashola was the guy who took over from for, yes Tinubu, who is also his protege you see so we no, nothing just happens by chance but doing nothing as for sitting down and doing nothing and crafting slogans and happying yourself there mm -hmm. it will take us to a ditch bernard south of the sahara nigeria is showing leadership go to south africa they also have a apart from south africa you can talk about i'm talking about urban transportation all the northern african countries oh, beginning yeah. egypt yeah tunisia morocco yeah. the solid western countries level kind of you know in fact egypt can boast of urban road transport that the united states of america cannot boast of and this is egypt yeah. yes and Tunisia, and morocco, I morocco a train running then, through the city egypt, yes they speak, about, Tanzania, they speak like... about some of these other cities let me talk to somebody else um ajay boating is an engineer engineer ajay boating is a transport systems engineer i'm just trying to understand whether the engineering is part of the problem or whether it's just whatever i don't know uh engineer thanks for joining us good morning yeah thank you good morning so how come we've not been able to 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 run okay first let me let me change what kind of public transport system do we run in ghana in our in our urban areas how do you characterize our public transport um we have the g3 services uh some people are also referred to it as the informal transport public transport and the rest so these are the photos and the taxis and the ride sharing uh, and ride hailing uh, transport services. I think we are doing almost all the transport services available except the the hundred percent formal transport service. So a formal transport service would be like what? Um, a formal transport service would be a highly regulated transport service where we would have more of the scheduled transport service. Um, where passengers will always know that have to be on time. You would always know when your bus is coming, when you are you are leaving, and that you are always um, there's an operational side where they are able to es estimate everything, everything from your demand and uh, the supply. So this will be either a bus rapid transit or a rail type of transport, it right? Yes, that will be a, a bus rapid transit or a real uh, type of service. But the bus rapid transit, there are about three types. You know, the ABC, which we always been saying, where we have, there's a, a hybrid one called the quality bus service. Um, the ABC primarily is about the the access of other other vehicles to the routes. So for the A, nobody is allowed onto the the rapid routes for the B it is intermittently allowed so at certain point they can mix with private vehicles and for C it is the let's say the total services that we are running we are running with both the private and the public transport so 
what what type of bus system are we running in Ghana now? Is it is it QBS and is what they call it QBS? Is it actually the QBS yes. or is it a different type? I don't know. It's QBS. It's, it's, it's type B in the sense that there are sessions which are restricted to only the Alulus and sessions which are mixed with Alulu mixed with the private vehicles. So that's a type B type of service. And it's, the type B is the right of way type B. There are other categories, but we are probably looking at the right of way. So right of way type B. That's the one Ayalulu is running. And, and the, but for the trotter, the trotter is running Type C because they mix with uh, private vehicles at all along all the routes that they are running. So there's no compartmentalization. There's no no. There's no Type A in Ghana now, which is more like hundred percent segregation from uh, origin to destination. Which is what you actually which want. Is, which is which is the optimal which, one? Yes, which has the highest capacity and. Uh, more optimal. Are there any African cities running Type A or B? Unfortunately, it's Bogota. Bogota has a Type B, and um, if I can recall it, some sections of um, South Africa has Type A. But South Africa has Type Bogota, B. I'm sure it has a Type B. What about the Type B? The Type B is the most common. Almost everybody running. Um, Rapid bus transit is running to Type B because at a point in time they try to mix with uh, private vehicles and then as a session they give exclusive rights to the public transport. But it's obviously better than the Type C we run, isn't it? Yes, it's better than the Type C, but most of them are for capacity fine, it's better, but some are dependent on the localities. Maybe if you have a very local area, you don't need to build a Type B infrastructure. You can just run with a Type C and you're okay. So it depends on the locality. So let's say from Adenta to Accra Central, people might prefer a Type A because you want high capacity on that section because it's one of the major arterial roads in Accra. But assuming if you get a branch off from Adenta, maybe to uh, maybe from Presec to Race Junction, from Presec to maybe um, ACP Junction, or ARS junction, ARS runabout. That one, a type B or C would also be okay because it would be more like a feeder. So the feeders are more of the type Cs and the type type Cs. And the major materials really have the type A and type B. So why have uh, cities like uh, Kampala, Dar es Salaam, Dakar, and to an extent Lagos been able to implement various versions of BRT and we have not? Um, I think uh, for for implementation of the BRT, it has to do with more of the, what we call the champion implementers. In the sense that um, you have to get somebody who will champion it throughout the process. But once maybe someone is championing and is truncated along the line, maybe the the energy to continue to goes down. So I think for Type B in Ghana, maybe it had a lot of challenges. It had a lot of challenges, both from operations and uh, from regulators. So I think that's the main, one of the main reasons that the the bus rapid transit. Okay. So so you are you are a transport systems engineer. If I ask you to design an urban transport mix for Accra. Or for yes. Kumasi, 
can you give me in a couple of minutes what what type okay. what what is what will the features be um for transport system engineering we we look at transport in two look we 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 have two things that are really the transport the transport network itself and the land use of the city so for the city of Accra, uh, city of Accra is a radar city so like um a, a semicycle let's say the city of Accra is a semicycle everybody comes from the outer cycle to the center of the cycle so there's a lot of pressure on the network on the axis so if you look at um Accra Accra to Accra to Kaswa, there's a lot of pressure um, Accra Central to Achimota a lot of pressure Accra Central to Adenta a lot of pressure Accra Central to Tema a lot of pressure and these are the radars of the of the city so for to break the radars to develop a very good system, then we need to rather look at the land use of Accra to break the land use into polymetric cities centers, so that along the cities we will find out why are people coming to the center of Accra and see whether we can really redirect their routes to shorter trips because it's the longer trips that is really causing the problem. Because right now I can, you can bet that almost everybody spends more than an hour in traffic from house to work, and uh, it's no good. We, we have to be able to be cautious to make sure that we put in the polycentric cities around the circumference of the city, so that shorter trips are developed, so that not everybody comes to the city of Accra, so that we we'll get a very clean uh, transport network. We'll leave it here. Thank you, engineer. Uh, Jay Boating, a transport systems engineer. Earlier on, we spoke to Dr. Bernard Abeku Arthur, who is also a transport, an urban transport expert. So, the plans are there. The understanding is there. The implementation is what is not there. We have a few comments for you to read. Here are a few more comments. Bernard, there's more to the western line from Kumasi to Takradi. In fact, of the Kumasi to Takradi, is a long railway from Dunkwanofin to Awasu, which is in the western north. This is what is bringing the bauxite to the Takadia, but this is from Enim, my correspondent in the region. Um, let's read some quick comments on the transport discussion. Says, um, I used the train from Amasaman to Accra mm. when I was schooling at the Accra Technical University from 2008 to 2011. Mm. I'm for Jackson of Zenu. He sent that. Mm-hmm. Papaya uh, from Tuba and Kaswa says, it took me two hours, 35 minutes <laughs> from uh, um, Tuba to Sakura near Agboba. I was no, driving. Tuba to Sakura. Okay. So, okay. Says, Tuba and Kaswa. Mm, says I was driving. To Sakura imagine near Agboba. Yeah, wow. If, imagine hours, if I, to just go. Minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Tuba, you go and cast at Timota Pass, Kwabenya, connect through Atomic, yeah, and join Hachu. Yeah, and then, then to he, he was driving. So he said, Imagine if you were in a truck. Oh, he was driving? Yeah. And he spent two hours 15. Oh, then so he was on the road. He could hear it off. Wow. <laughs> this one. But what are you doing at Sakura when you work, live at Tuba? Maybe that's where you work. Okay, this Maybe one says that. If you bring yeah. this house forward, <laughs> to move the house to town. More comments. So I drive uh, from Adenta, park True. at Oyarif. I join a, a vehicle to Manfi yes. every day. Okay. The fare 
is around 25 CDs in and out. If I add uh, fuel to and from Adenta, then it will be a bit more. Right. That so he works at Manfi. Yep. Right. In fact, the China Mall around Ashaiman along the motorway, a lot of people park their cars there in the mornings, ah. pick truck, come to town when they close, go back before they go towards oh. Afienya, Tema, that, the other places they are going. That's a plan. That's right, a plan. This one's you a, see, yeah. th- again, this is where, where um, uh, uh, the, the willingness to execute proper policies mm-hmm. will come in. Mm-hmm. Now, these people who park their cars are only parking as, as a matter of convenience. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's a designated mm-hmm. place mm-hmm. for the purpose which is actually uh, um, uh, tagged into the system of transportation mm-hmm. where you park and join, yeah. which is what happens in right. other countries. Mm. I am saying that we can have all the plans. Mm-hmm. If we don't see urban rail transport of mm. any type mm. as a critical necessity mm. in the way forward we will do everything nothing will change mm. nothing will change <laughs> because the master plan is very elaborate nothing will change. taking and a I'm look at it mm. we, 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 we we'll can't do to. anything if we won't add so rail transport it. for urban rail because see look you you you, you made reference to kaswa mm-hmm. we've forgotten about shaiman yeah, a big one. It's a big town. The road that leads to Ashima. It's terrible. No, what? because you see, no amount of look at our motorway. The so-called Accra Tema motorway is 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 a disgrace yes. to every politician in this country. It's a major disgrace, reproach of <laughs> of the highest order to every politician. Mm-hmm. The motorway is a killer. And then somebody has randomly left the tow boots there, and the tow boots every day is claiming lives. It's become a shrine. <laughs> it's claiming lives. People just drive because it's not lit. It's not. They are mm. just randomly there placed. No reflectors. There are nothing. no reflectors. Three days today, somebody just drove it yeah, away. Yeah, somebody died, and nothing will happen. So look at the motorway, and it will tell the full story of this so-called transportation system we have in Ghana. So you, you could do you could do a rail from Ashaiman to Accra <coughs> to town from Ashaiman. We we have we, we I, I haven't I haven't studied the plan but mm-hmm. top of my head mm-hmm. you have one that starts from Ayimensa mm-hmm. all the way to Accra Central. Mm-hmm. You have Passing one through Adenta Legon. Yes, you have one that goes through Tema to Ashaiman. And you have one that goes from Accra all the way to Kaswa. You are done. Yeah. We are done. That's phase zero. So that will be our blue line, red we, line. We, we are done. That's phase zero. And then the interconnections. You, you get me? Because we are... Listen, look at the uh, uh, Accra Cape Coast Road, which is a double... Uh, it's not a dual carriage. It's just a normal mm-hmm. double... Do you call it double lane road? Yes. Yeah. A single carriage. Single lane. Yes. Yeah. I mean, look at the kind of heavy trucks that use this road mm. so we are waiting for the roads to get destroyed and then we'll block the road and then start repairing it the repair works we can't do it properly as we have showed over the years the temamoto is an example of something that we have never been able to repair the motorway now has more patches than somebody with pimples in their face yes. 
<laughs> Especially on the Accra bound side. Yes. When you are in the outer lane, it is dangerous. Yeah. It's dangerous. We have to go and recommission it and name it Owari Road. <laughs> <laughs> because the potholes there, you can use it to play Owari. No, somebody sent me a picture of a man with a golf stick. So you can go um, <laughs> so many homes. All you need is a golf ball. So many claiming lives. It's claiming lives. It's terrible. terrible. Let, let's read more comments on this subject of transportation. Urban transport mix. Whilst we <coughs> we speak to different people and also take your comments, Nathan, okay. please help uh, me. This one says, "My dad used to uh, board the the sleeper train mm. from Kumasi to Takrade mm. to go to court the next morning. Wow, the compartments were amazing. Starched white linen, oh. restaurant carriage, and all. Asanto said that. The lady from Spintex says, uh, "So I have this cousin who was trained in transport management in China. Mm. He came back after his masters, and mm. I don't want to talk about how he struggled to get a job. Oh, He's now an assistant lecturer in one of the technical. He's a frustrated lecturer. Charlie, all his knowledge is not helping. So those lectures when they teach more. It's not insult. Yeah. <laughs> this one says we are we are just not serious in this country. To get to work at eight a.m., I have to board my trusky at five a.m. Oh, why? SCC wager oh. through massive uh, massive traffic to circle. Mm-hmm. Is it that far? Wait, oh, Bernard, the traffic, the traffic situation is terrible. Oh, from wager to, to Bernard, they are certain parts of of this city. Mm. The difference between a smooth ride to work mm-hmm. and a traffic leading right to is five minutes. If you miss time, if you miss that's that's it. Oh. <laughs> that we know. This is a bungalow. The world over these things do exist. Yeah, mm. But the good thing is that there are alternatives. You see, this is all we are saying. That the alternative we, is not we have we have a road ministry, right? Oh, we have plenty. We, we have, have road, road ministry. We have roads and highways. We have transport. Yeah, we have transport. The road transport. ministries. What, when did you hear of any major policy policy announcement that will shift our our transportation system from where it is to another no, that should come from the transport, the transport ministry, ministry. Well, transport so there will actually be a dedicated ministry for transport so what you are asking what you are asking is that transport ministries yes, yes transport that. ministry they they, they we don't but know me i haven't heard anything they are oh. they are they are working they are where <laughs> they are working for you oh please let's get serious <laughs> <laughs> okay That's what but we also have a, a, a railway ministry do we still have that? Yes. Oh, yes. So, so we have. Uh, do we still have railway no, ministry? Yeah, we have railway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So wait, wait. We have a we have a transport, a ministry. transport ministry. Then we have a, a road, road ministry. We have a rail ministry. But the aviation is what we have cancelled. We used to have aviation. So there was a time we had aviation, railway, road, transport, and transport. All four. So who is that railway minister? John Pierre. Oh, okay. John Pierre. Then yeah. it's okay. <laughs> and some of them used to have deputies and two deputies. Oh, three, four. Uh, <laughs> no, so if I want you put the whole economy together, uh, you have yeah. road, transport, rail, aviation in the past. It's like <laughs> did we, 12 people. Did we really need a, a railway ministry? Honestly. In order to get Charlie? an effective rail system? Samen, ask again. In okay. addition to a transport, transport ministry? ministry? So it means I have to also get a ministry for ferry because water transport is different from rail. Ministry for water transport. There's a ministry for you know because we had, we had air transport, we had rail transport and road transport. I think the railway idea of the railway ministry is just yeah. a, a waste of yeah. time. Yeah. yeah, it's just a waste yeah. of time. Yeah. It's not worked because it just added more, uh, you know, bureaucracy, bureaucracy to the and thing. it hasn't produced any result. It has not produced anything. The fact that we are doing Pakadan doesn't mean that it has solved our problems. Pakadan says we don't finish. We, have, we, we have, have not done. solved our problems, and if we don't wake up quickly, this urban thing will just collapse on us. Yeah. 
this urban tra- transportation thing is a time bomb. Is a ticking time bomb. Yeah, because as you said, your your doctor Abeko saying yeah. that a city has two things: energy and transport. Right. So without power and without transport, a city Nothing dies, works. and you you cannot do anything. So it's a very serious. Uh, you're, 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 just a you're talking about the railways ministry mm-hmm. and think about it it's had dedicated budgets too hey. from 2017 till now yeah but the budget too is a budget for a program yeah. you understand what we are saying is that whatever program you have should cause a shift from where we are to a better level yeah. they don't give you money for nothing but if we can't Nigeria has showed that it can be done it's doable more comments on the issue. <laughs> All right, this one says, please mention the viable ferry service on the Odor Drain from the eastern region to the hmm. southern industrial area of hmm. the south industrial area. The Odor is now a gutter. It's a big gutter where people pour bola inside. When you are getting to the college, they pour bola. It's a normal bola dumping site. Odor, that Bernard, so when Odor, I was Odor, a, when I was a kid, they used to go and catch golden fish for Odor. Odor's equivalent is the River Thames, right? It's, yeah, the Thames. It's Thanks. another shrine that we pour a lot of money into every other year in the name of desilting millions of dollars uh, to desilt. I think that desilting. So we are dredging every year, dredge, 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 dredge. Nothing. The money that we have used so far to desilt the odor, we can use it to create another river. Bass. We can use money to create a river. <laughs> Like the way Ali Bogo created <laughs> snow. <though>. Thank you. <laughs> Make noise. Make noise. Yeah. Uh, you know, you are saying serious things with a smile. You are right too. Why, why, why are we doing this to ourselves? You are right. You are right. And you see, you the right. urgency to get these things fixed. It's not even there. It's not there. And for me, that's a big problem. That's a big problem. And we will sit here and make demands of politicians every day. We won't stop until they do the right things that will solve our problems. And at times, politicians like to tell us that our problems are being solved. But if my problem is being solved, are you the one to tell me? I don't know. No. We'll see it. I don't know. Because, Bernard, if you join a 207 trotter from Ashadibotri School Junction to Santor, Oh By my the God. time you disembark, you'll be you, you'll, you'll no. be dismembered. No. No. Let's read a few of your no. comments. Yes. Thank you so much yeah. for sending them Kojo, in. Kojo in East Legon says Addis Ababa also has a metro system. It's been mm. running for many years. Oh, they also have a BRT coming soon. Oh, BRT. Mm. Kojo from Tema says all the government does for transport is to construct sheds at bus stops. Mm. <laughs> Even that some of some of the sheds are <laughs> private initiatives. Anyway, mm. this one says I take a Trotsky from Kaswa to Circle. It cost me 20 CDs plus a 15-minute walk to the house, in and out. It's for quality. Yeah, collecting Kaswa. Mm. Henry from Bechley says, I live at Bechley. I work at Tema Newtown. It costs me 30 CDs every day. The traffic from Bechley to Tema. It's serious. Through, through Ashaima. Yeah. Bright from Afinia says, Bernard, I leave home at 6.50. Mm. Take a trusky to Ashaima. Mm-hmm. I get to Ashaima always after 8 and at times even 9. Mm. All because of traffic. <laughs> so Afinia to Ashaiman is not that no. far. Afinia, but they will go through this, um, what do you call it, Community 22, yeah. Gulf City Road, yeah, and he'll no, just... No, no. Because right. Afinia to Ashaiman shouldn't be that far. Shouldn't be that far. We cannot hide from the fact that our inability to get this work done is a leadership problem. Oh, it is. 100%. It is not a white man that has to come and show up. It's just 
a leadership problem that we have failed at getting this thing done to solve our own transportation problems and the nature the sp- you know the spate of globalization is is compounding our problems because logistics management is becoming a big headache mm-hmm. the other day president kufor tried doing the wankra thing what happened Ankara. i think they have started to, to do the thing again Ankara. scaled it down you know why, why do going around in circles That's repeated cycles of failure and then we have to put powder on our face give speeches and then we are happy with ourselves. We go to church and then they, they shower praises on us. Well, uh, we will take a, a quick detour into the Lakeside Marina Park, a subsidiary of Lakeside Estate, an award-winning CIMG Real Estate Company of the Year 2021. It's your number one festive family and recreational center, 20 years old. 20 years of dedicated provision of leisure and rejuvenating services. Lakeside Marina Park has established a sense of groundedness and a flow of growth into the promising future. As part of our 20th anniversary, uh, we have tailored a line of uh, a lineup of programs and activities which are both corporate and customer-centered. We're launching the Lakeside Marina Boating Clubs, namely the Rowing Club, the Water Skiing Club, and the Sailing Club. Charlie, we are not playing, no. Join us on 23rd September, 9 a.m. and experience a display of water skiing antics as well as jet ski on Lake Kalmuni. Registration for membership is ongoing. Discounts are available. Call 0204-775-044. That's 0204-775-044. Or visit lakesidemarinapark.com for more information. And standard water is the standard for quality water with over 25 years experience in quality water and refreshing water to quench your thirst. It's a refreshing brand of water available in every region of Ghana. We're still expanding to cover the rest of the country. We give you sachet, bottle, dispenser mounted and customized water. Call 0202-055703 or 0547334385. Now, have you paid your water bills this month? If yes. you haven't, you need to use the GWCL customer app. It's the fastest and smartest way to pay your water bills. Download the app from the Google Play Store or the App Store and uh, you're good to go. Just install the app, create an account, and then you can get that app working. There are no charges on all transactions made on the customer app. Now, if you want a British degree from a world-class university at a fraction of the cost, then join Lancaster University, Ghana, right here in Accra. There's a diverse student community, vibrant campus life, and 50% scholarship to support your study. Don't miss this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Apply to join Lancaster University, Ghana, where learners become leaders. Speak to them on 302 or send them an email, admissions at lancaster.edu.gh. Lancaster University, Ghana, the only British University uh, campus in West Africa. Now, what do you do if you want a million CDs today with only 49 numbers to choose from? Mega 6 Lotto offers you the chance to win exciting prizes. With only two Ghana CDs, the odds are always in your favor. You can tune into TV3 every day from Monday to Sunday at 6.50 p.m. to watch the daily raffle draw and dial, or you can dial star 266 hash or download uh, the app from the iOS or for iOS or Android. Mega Six Lotto is approved and regulated by the NLA. Mega Six Lotto, Mega Winnings, Mega Impact. 
We'll be right back with more. Stay with us. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. minutes past nine. Oh, what a morning. Now, if you're enjoying CDFM, we're bringing you greater quality because we are now one of the 18 digital audio broadcast stations in Ghana. DAB is a sound broadcasting technology that the NCA is testing in Accra and Kumasi and offers good quality sound and additional value-added services to the radio service. All the 18 stations involved in the DAB trial can be heard in both Accra and Kumasi. So I want to say good morning to people listening to me on DAB in Kumasi, the Garden City. Oh my God. Simply get a DAB Plus receiver. That's a DAB Plus radio set. Stay tuned. We'll let you know where you can get your DAB Plus receiver on radio set soon. Take note that DAB can be heard simultaneously in both Accra and Kumasi. DAB Plus, your radio is going digital. All right, a few comments coming in on my phone. Uh, Bernard, I live at Shy Hills, Afinia, and work close to Parliament House. I leave home at 4.30 a.m. in order to do the 43-kilometer journey under one hour. When I leave the office at 3 p.m. for home, it takes an average of 1 hour 45 minutes. When I leave after 4 p.m., the average 
travel time is three hours, Whoa. 20 minutes. The longest time it's taken me to arrive home from work was four hours, 52 minutes. Over four hours travel time has happened not less than five times the last four years. Dude, you're traveling four hours. Actually. That's a drive to Kumasi just to work. Actually. What is happening to you, my brother? It's not correct. But how about operating a vessel from Kokrobi to Tema? Well, that's what Samen spoke about. Talked about using the sea to our advantage. We don't do that. Another one coming in. It says, once upon a time, from 1958 mm-hmm. up to 1976, one could travel by rail from Takradi to Accra without passing through Kumasi. It was from Sekendi Takradi through Takwahuni Valley, Asim Fosu, Achiasi in Sawam, Kotoku, Achimota to Accra. Oh, such a beautiful line. Look at that. Eh, Takradi through Takwahuni Valley. Straight. Asin Fosu. Achiasi. Oh. In Sawam. Then you get here. Kotoku. Achimota. That's Ajin Kotoku. Well, right now, in Sawam, Accra self is not working. Oh, the line was, the line is not oh. totally dead. As a student, I used to leave Takwa at 8.30 a.m. And by 2.30 p.m., I was at Achimota School. Think about that. 8.30 a.m. Takwa. 2.30 p.m. He's in Motown. That's a six-hour ride. All in comfort. And this is between 1958 to 76. Hey, yes, Christo. Are we making progress or I don't not? Know. I don't know, my brother. I don't know, my brother. I don't know what is happening. Good morning, Bernard. Okay, that was from a, a, a professor. Right. This one is from a journalist that right. I know. It says, good morning, Bernard. This is a profound program this morning. Many thanks for leading this discourse. It appears we have a long way to go in terms of comprehensive transportation system in Ghana. This is because there's no concise effort as required by governments to tackle this. Lack of leadership is the major cause of this. I just returned from Singapore yesterday hmm. and while there, I questioned myself why <laughs> why are we also not having these? These, there's no difficulty in commuting from end to end, from one end to the other. Uh, travel is Traveling is just enjoyable and fun. This, you know, also boosts tourism through, boosts the economy through tourism. Huge transport infrastructure, a country we gained independence seven years before. Massa, we have a long way to go. This is a, this is a, a journalist. Yeah. Uh, let me read another one from um, Said. Long message. Ben, and I think some message is on point. We uh, have really never identified our problem. Uh, one of our main problems is that we care more about politics than anything else. Hence, no longer, no long-term plans. Remember that major developments require long-term planning without political interference. Every person is basically thinking about the next election. Even when we plan, it gets truncated at the end of the government's term. This is all because of the next election. Note that rails were working much better before the Fourth Republic. This was largely because of government continuity. We are people who have become hypocrites. We talk about good things during the day for everybody to hear. But when we get the opportunity to only serve, we only serve our personal interest. We hail riches irrespective of its source and yet claim to be religious. We need introspection to see, we need an introspection to see who we are as a people. We have always complained about our leaders. We have changed them over and over, yet nothing is basically changing. It is so because we made a wrong diagnosis. Indeed, we the people are the problem. (laughs) This is Said. 
Said, I agree with you, but not everything. I agree with some, but not all. Yeah, and Anderson from Temai say we are just a nation of talkers. I disagree also. <laughs> but but uh, the rail system will eliminate eliminate sixty percent of road traffic. I think Accra is full with head offices and the governmental agencies. They mm. should spread out to central parts of Accra. A boat gardener sent this through, mm. and Bernard and team. Good morning. From mm. my own personal research and experience. Mm -hmm. The reason why our transportation system is the way it is is because our leaders don't see the importance of it. Mm. They always say there is no money because such projects are capital intensive. But when they need their V8s replaced and other non-productive expenses to be paid for their, uh, w w for they fund them until we get rid of our short-sighted leaders, we will continue to run in circles. Emmanuel from Osu sent that through, and all of this all of these road problems started when the government took the contracts and power off the urban roads and gave it to the private contractors mm. i'm saying this because my father works with the urban roads but hasn't actually worked since 2019 mm. he's a very skilled grader operator mm. see mm. Good morning, Bernard. I am Atafenia. To get to the office in Accra by 8 a.m., you have to leave home before 5 a.m. when driving your own car. You leave at 6 a.m. and your day will be messed up because of the heavy traffic at the Michel, Michel Camp stretch. Mm. When you close from work, you have to make sure you leave the office by 4.30 p.m. Otherwise, you get home by 9 p.m. As for the fuel, oh. don't go there. So terrible. So Jennifer all, all these are why, saying to us that are if they got like this if they got a train they'll take it absolutely if they got a ferry they'll take it sure. if they got a bus rapid transit they'll take it yes. but most of them if, if you go to if you go to other parts mm -hmm. of the world yeah like we know here mm -hmm. not everybody has a vehicle yeah but i don't think in other parts of the world the movement or people's movements are hampered in fact in london you are punished for having a vehicle so if, if in London you want to move, it's better not to have a vehicle. Look, I, I listened to a feature on the BBC once. Mm -hmm. One of the most interesting features I've ever listened to. They were, it was talking about yeah. the fact that driving schools in Japan uh, were not getting business. Nobody wants to drive. Nobody wants to drive. Why should I drive? Yes, when I take transport. the train... So now, at a point, driving schools now started adding all kinds of extra <laughs> bonuses. If you, for example, they were giving free massages to people who signed up to take driving lessons. Wow. Simply because the transport step is oh, so efficient. efficient. There's no Nobody point. I don't need to own a car. I can Sorry. move about and I won't be hampered. More comments coming in from uh, Caleb. Yes. this one don't forget, says, before, Of course, we, yeah. we need to tell you that it's 926. We'll be talking to Ecobank shortly. Yeah. Uh, some interesting things they're doing together with uh, Ghana Post. Stay with us, but let's hear more comments. Bernard, I work at Abokobi. I mm. pick a trotter from Ashalibotre to Medina, then from Medina to Abokobi. Mm -hmm. This is a whole one hour, 30 minutes journey due to the bad nature of the road. Abokobi to Ashalibotre should not yeah, be that far. I pay a total of 10 cities, but if I don't want to be late, then I'll have to resort to picking a loading taxi, which costs 20 cities. Because average. I have somebody working with me who lives at Abokobi and works in Adabraka. Yeah. So if you are working in you live in Abokobi and you are in Asalibotu. It's not that yeah. far. You know. <clears throat> More Good comment. morning, amazing city CBS team. Bernard, mm -hmm. ask yourself, 
What at all have we improved on as a nation apart from our democracy? Talking. Passion of the nation. Football. Yamutu. Athletics. Yamutu. Roads. Yamutu. Railway. Yamutu. In fact, everything. Yamutu. All the countries we were much, much better than in the above areas have overtaken us with speed. This is the sort no, we are, we are better of than Amagana. We are better than them Pascal at, at elections. <laughs> we can do elections. I mean, NDCMPP, we did for they are very good at that. My friends, they should make noise. Mm. Bernard, have you realized that we don't even have pavements? <laughs> oh, we have some pavements. We, don't have, <laughs> we have some. It says we are just a cool joke. <laughs> Bernard, I think that because government has no money to construct modern first-class railway system, government should enter into agreement with world-class railway manufacturing companies with their own capital mm-hmm. to install, operate, to, and recoup their investment, train Ghanaians to take over smoothly mm-hmm. and then hand over. This will benefit both the investor and Ghana. This is Aldo from New Bawe. And good morning, City CBS. Good morning. Bernard, imagine Ghana having a passenger port at Aflao, mm-hmm. Accra, Cape Coast, and Takrade. Just imagine how much revenue the state will make from that port. Mm. I am Prigohin from Esuchari Junction. Your name sounds like the. Wagner's the Tamale International Airport has been opened. Wonderful. It's a major opening to the northern region. Yes. I was in Elmina recently and I realized they've also fixed the Elmina fishing harbor. Sweet. That's also a major uh, intervention for the fisher folk over there. Mm-hmm. So in terms of transportation, these are two major things that have happened. Mm. But we are talking about our interchanges from yesterday. Imagine, we've imagine seen what transport yeah. from the north yeah. and the Volta all the way to Straight the south. Straight down. Because God has said we've, we've been given a Volta lake, yeah. but we are not using it in that optimal sense. We'll be back with a quick interview uh, with um, friends from Ghana Post and Echo Bank. Stay with us. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. Your attention makes me feel special, you can know We've been walking through sticks and stones for so long The pictures be brave on phone, so can me Would you ever brave on my phone, so See me with you. Why you the boy that I posted a picture we took? If the love we share is real, what do you wait post to me? Post to me. And for me to take it, post to me. Post to me. Post me on Twitter. Post to me. Post to me. Post me on Facebook. 934. Still listening to the City Breakfast Show. Many, many thanks for staying with us. So like you had before the break, we have our friends from Echo Bank and Ghana Post. So somebody will ask, 
But Ecobank and Ghana Post, I mean, how come they are friends? Anyway, so to answer that, we have Gary Frimpong Ama, he's head agency banking Ecobank Ghana. And I have Kwesi Owusu Abrokwa, he's the chief commercial officer at the Ghana Post. And they're here to tell us about something interesting that they are doing together. Gentlemen, good morning. Welcome to the City Breakfast Show. Good morning, Nathan. How are you doing? Uh, my good well, Nathan. Nathan. Good morning. Wonderful, 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 wonderful. I'm sure by the time we are done, everybody will understand the relationship between Ecobank and Ghana Post. But guys, let me let me start off with you. Um, agency banking. What what exactly is is that? We usually hear it. You know, people will talk about it. We will read it somewhere. But what exactly is agency banking? Okay, thank you very much, Nathan. Um, good morning to your listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, agency banking is a banking model that allows the provision of banking services to to the public by by a bank partnering with a third party. Okay. You understand? So in this um, particular case, um, we have Ghana Post here, which Ecobank is partnering, mm-hmm. the more reason we are here. But apart from Ghana Post, we partner SMEs, small-scale businesses, OMCs, large retail shops, mm. and all. Um, the Ecobank version of the agency banking, which... Um, we are here to talk about mm-hmm. is called the Ecobank Express Point. Express Point. So okay. when you are in town and you see anything with the Ecobank colors, with the Express Point there, mm. and then Ecobank underneath, you should know it's an agency of Ecobank okay. that does banking services on behalf of the bank. I see. And what are the benefits of these Express Points? What What is it that they are going to do? Okay, in, so in um, basically provides a lot of convenience to our customers. Um, we have reached the age where after COVID, we know everything is digitalized. And then most people are also very cautious about their time of late. So it saves customers a lot of time. And then um, the risk of traveling around with um, large funds in transacting. Um, as part of it too, it also helps in adding added income streams to the businesses that we partner. It's also creating employment. And then um, the most important one I always talk about, driving the financial inclusion mm. within the system. Okay, wonderful. Uh, Chrissy, uh, you're with Ghana Post. Can you just tell us why you decided to, to join forces with Ecobank to, to do this uh, bit that you're doing? Okay, thank you, Nathan. So primarily, uh, this is in sync with the, the, our strategic goals okay. now. So uh, Ghana Post, we are trying to build strategic partnerships that will help us uh, leverage on our strengths. And mm-hmm. you know, Ghana Post, we have about 350 outlets across Ghana. Yeah, yeah, yeah nationwide. Yeah, nationwide. <laughs> with, with 300 agency outlets. And we're we almost achieving or attaining ubiquity. So really, you'd realize that, I mean, our national coverage positions us or, or makes us the, the, the best option for, mm. for any other uh, entity that wants to cover the entire country. Mm. Aside that, uh, the, the decision was pretty much uh, customer-centric, you understand? We, we want to uh, give our customers the opportunity to, to, to reach uh, or to have their, their, their banking in any Ghana Post uh, outlet okay. closer to them. So that's actually a strategic decision that we took. Okay, and, and really, what, what, what do you stand to gain from working, for working, with, working with Ecobank on, on uh, agency banking? Okay, so, I mean, first of all... Uh, it it helps increase the footfalls for for for, for most post offices. Okay. So you have quite a number of people coming into the post office just because they want to do banking, mm-hmm. and not only for 
uh, posting or receiving exactly, letters. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> so I mean, that that in itself yes, is, yes. is is a major reason. Mm-hmm. Apart from that, I mean, it gives us this serves as an additional revenue stream. I mean, because uh, aside our traditional postal services, we are making uh, some commissions off this this arrangement. Mm-hmm. Aside that, I uh, I also mentioned to you that um, it helps us. Uh, satisfy our customers mm-hmm. that in itself mm-hmm. is a major mm-hmm. reason and uh, you can you can also talk about i mean what is happening across i mean most postal administrations okay. i mean that is trying to shift attention from uh, the the traditional postal services to non postal services which includes, I mean, financial services. Mm, okay. But aside financial services, we are doing a lot. I see. Yeah. I see. So, so, so if I if I go to a post office, say Adabraka or the central post office, which services can I access there in relation to you know the agency banking? You can do cash deposits. You can do cash withdrawals. Mm. We have what we call the e-token redemption. You have you can you can do prepaid card deposits. Okay. You can do bill payment. Your ECG, your water, your DSTV. You can. Uh, even open an account. I see. Okay, and then you can also top up your your airtime. You, you can receive remittances mm. from uh, mm. designated okay. post offices. You mentioned withdrawals. I'll I'll, I'll come to, back to you, Gary, in, in a minute. You mentioned withdrawals, Kwesi. So so how much can I can I withdraw at, at an at an agent point? You can do five thousand at a time. At a time, yes. where that means what? Like was it once a day, twice a day, three. Th- <laughs> once, one, per exactly. once per transaction. Once per transaction. Exactly. Okay. Five thousand. Means you can do it in multiples. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Right. Okay. I see. Um, guys, so do, do I need to be an EcoBank customer to benefit from these services on on offer? Um, not necessarily. I'll say yes and no. Um, if you have our traditional accounts uh, or our Express accounts, you can transact at the agency point. But then that doesn't limit any other banking client from visiting the agency point. If you are a Visa card holder. Um, you can visit any of our agency points with mm-hmm. our POSs, then you can also withdraw. If you need to make a transfer, either deposit to your account or to any other account um, of a third party that you are engaging with, okay. you can also visit the EcoBank Express point and then use the interbank transfer option to also do that. So mm-hmm. then basically, yes, it's it's um, in to provide convenience to our customers okay. and then serve our customers, but it also gives opportunity to other um, banking clients in order to transact mm-hmm. within that space. Just, just to be clear on the transfer, um, of course, I can transfer to an EcoBank account. That's a given. Mm. Other banks as well? Yes. So we, we have connected the GIPS platform to the agency app. So then you are able to walk in there and make transfers to other bank accounts mm. Mm. Okay. also. Okay. All right. For somebody who's listening to us, you know, this is interesting to them. How how can they become an EcoBank agent? And assuming this, you know, this of interest to them, they want to maybe employ themselves or somebody. How can they become an EcoBank agent? Okay, so if you are in any vicinity or area where you have an EcoBank branch, you can easily just walk to any of our branches and inquire about it. You can also call our toll-free number, which is um, 0800-003-225. 0800-003-225. And then they will take you through the process. All you need is for you to be in business, have an existing business that should have been running for uh, about 6 to 12 months, and then have some capital to start with. A minimum of about ten or 5000 depending on... um, the traffic within the vicinity in which 
you are, mm-hmm. right? Then apart from just the services on there, you know, I did mention um, when I was talking about the accounts that we have yeah. the EcoBank Express account, yes. right? So that is an account that is easily opened for everyone using your, your telephone number, right? Before I leave you, I'm sure I should have all of you on our Express <laughs> account. And then it works perfectly like our traditional accounts that you walk into a branch to work on. It just has limits because it has limited KYC, right? So once you become an agent for us, we also give you the mandate to be able to recruit Express accounts also for the bank, mm. who then turn around to also transact with you whilst we keep um, an ecosystem Okay. in place okay I mean, finally i mean if, if somebody wants to call for more info maybe they didn't catch this interview they heard it from some who can they call either at echo bank or ghana post okay so for echo bank i'll repeat the same number i gave mm-hmm. you earlier um 0800 so it's zero eight quadruple zero three two two five right okay okay so for ghana post uh if you want to call uh you can call zero two four one Two zero five, two three four. But if you want to WhatsApp, or let, let me repeat that the phone number is zero two four one, two zero five, two three four. But if you want to send a WhatsApp, okay, then you will have to uh, do zero five four two, okay, five two seven, zero zero four. Let me repeat that zero five four two, five two seven. Zero zero four, and you'll be helped. Mm, so people can get in touch with you on these numbers, exactly. and we'll get all the info they need. Perfectly, Nathan. wonderful, wonderful. Thank you so so much. That was Gary Frimpon Amar. He's head agency banking at Ecobank Ghana, and then Kwesi Ousua Broker, who's chief commercial officer at Ghana Post. We've been talking about agency banking. So Ecobank and Ghana Post have put together this wonderful arrangement that kind of expands the scope of banking. So people don't now have to walk into a conventional banking hall. Very well. Once you it's, find it's, the post it's office. A, it's a thing of the past. Because in these <laughs> days, you don't see banks opening branches all over like we, we used to. Mm. But if we need to get to the hinterlands and then drive financial inclusion and get more people into the financial mm. system, this is the best way to go. Great, great. Guys, thank you so, so much for passing through and wish you the best all right thank you very much Nathan. See me with you. Why you the bar that I posted a picture we took? If the love we share is real, or do you wait push to me, push to me? And for me to take it, push to me, push to me. Post me on Twitter, push to me, push to me. Post me on Facebook, push to me, push to me. Post me on WhatsApp. Unleashing the power of relevant radio. This is City 97.3.
47, there's still the City Breakfast Show. Music in the back from Ben Braku. <laughs> Alright, some of your messages are coming through on 0549-986-996. Alright, let's go through some of them. Good Hello. morning, City CBS. The reason why the transportation system benefits certain people who are in bed with our leaders, follow the money and you will know what I'm talking about. Until every mess is followed to curtail the money supply, we will always cry on radio and social media, but nothing will happen. Dear Bernard, we were here in Ghana when DPRTU sabotaged the Ayalolo bus service in the name of the buses collapsing trotro businesses. We are the problem. Bernard, if our leaders will go with this principle, if there is something that needs to be done, then it must be done now. Then we can always make headway uh, with developmental issues. And this one says, I commute all the way from Ashiye, Adenta to Kolebu every day. Wow. It's very tiring. Our leaders need to be more proactive and stop gratifying their selfish needs. Ernest from Adenta sends that through. Bernard, the solution is simple. Let the politicians stop using the motor escorts and join the traffic. Maoli sent that. Bernard, why do you think they keep putting taxes on the petroleum products? The more fuel we use in the traffic, the more taxes they... Okay. They won't fix the transport issues because it is work. And they always want to make easy money through taxes. So he is suggesting that the more fuel we burn in town, the more, you know... Taxes we pay because we then have to buy more fuel, and that's <laughs> oh, bro. I see, Bernard. Why is a cart in Sawam train not running from Ajin Kotoku Sabolai town? Formerly cost three cities to Accra, it takes you 45 minutes here. Now, from Accra to Ajin Kotoku cost 11 cities 50 pesos, and it will take you more than uh, one hour. From Ata Alote Mamprobi. Wow. Three CDs becomes 11 CDs, 50 pesos, and 45 minutes becomes more than an hour, Charlie. That's sad. Bernard, do you really know it takes you more hours <coughs> to transport yourself within Accra to work than to travel from Circle to Kumase by a Ford 350? Hmm. That's a good question. That's a, that's a good one. There are more messages here. Um, and I'll do well to read some of them. Okay. We have a boboya. Don't forget, please. Okay. <laughs> That's when we ask of what we have. Mm, yes. He says we have a boboya. I use Trotra from Dodoa to Accra daily at 13 Ghana cities, sometimes 13 cities, 50 pesos one way, depending on the mood of the mate. 
It takes two hours to three hours, depending on traffic, to commute from Dodua to Accra during rush hour. The last time it rained in Accra, I spent four hours from Accra to Dodua. Anytime I commute to Accra and back, I consider myself to have traveled to Kumase. It's sad. Kofi from Dodua sent that through. And I think I've read this already. Bernard, I work <coughs> at Abokobi. I pick a trotter from Ashalbotre to Medina. Yes, mm, we've, done, we've, we've done this already. Um, what is this one too? Yeah, these are all done. Mm-hmm. Great. So we'll bring yeah, you some the, more. Yeah, there was one. News. There was one that I saw. Yes. Okay, I'm sure. I'm sure we'll, we'll, we'll find it. We'll find it. Yeah. Me kai se mra me se me nam fufu se me digana beko baby, baby, baby. Me kai. Madam fufu ya yefre ne kwa me ready, ready, ready. Yeah. Ense mwa me kai ne mufa kesi ne kwa me wanyi mieni. Wase me fa hena beko Jimmy Dean kwa me nyeni. Just believe it, don't you ever give up. Wada ya sone so se mati luta kwa. Yeah, we here say brother man for speed up. Baby na wufe mwa mane hawo kwa. Yeah. God is in control. Don't you let your fears pull you down. And remember me, they need that soul. Yeah, so still I mean, I knew that I deserve the crown. Baby, be same guys where they been they hate. Now they wanna share my story. Baby, I be same guy where them on the red. Now they want follow me, Johnny. Yeah, yeah. Baby, I be same guy where they been they born. Now they girl I call me honey. But in all my doing, so I still give God the glory. I want me single. Baba God, I thank you. Still I go de shout out to. Baba God, I thank you. 9:52. We're a few more messages. Then we'll call it a morning. That's right, Nathan. Better talk about construction of bicycle lanes within the city. It is also better a better alternative uh, means of transport. True. The first time I experienced a bicycle lane, properly so called, it was mm. in Berlin. Berlin. Berlin, Germany. Germany. We went to buy something at the shop, and we were walking there. We were about five of us. We were walking, and then we noticed that there was a dedicated place that had been barricaded. Yeah. So besides where you get to walk, there's a place where we walk. And then next to wow. it was the bicycle lane, and you find the bikers, the cycling. Nice. No, nice. no wahala. But we have some in Ghana. No, from Okunglo all the way to Shashi, <laughs> but you see the pavement. Uh-huh. People people use both. Okay, so and sometimes you find people who are who have who are deranged. Yes, you know, yes. so some bus stops are taken over by. The city needs a lot of range. It's a problem. And he continues to say it is a better alternative means of transport. This uh, There is this story from Japan where a train travels many kilometers to pick one student to school until she completed before the shuttle was shut down to that yeah, I think, I think I've, I've also seen really? that. I think I've also seen that. Mm. It, it was, well, I'll have to double check. But I think I have seen that. But when you are biking in Ghana, the heat, you know. By the time you get to wherever Charlie, you're going, the, you, so then wet. you are wet in sweat, you know. 
I so anyway, even when we plan, it gets truncated at the end of the government's tenure. This is all because of the next election. We have really never identified our problems. One of our main problems is that we care more about politics than anything else. Hence, no long-term plans. Remember that major developments require long-term planning without political interference. Note that rails were working much better before the Fourth Republic. This was largely because of government continuity. Every person is basically thinking about the next election. Mm. Hi, Bernardo. I have observed that the rail line connecting of Fancor Barrier to Pukwase Amasaman to Nsaum at the Jontes stretch has been blocked due to the road construction. Can you assist me to ask authorities if that will be the end of the rail transport to that area? Richard from Amasaman Center through... Bernard, it takes eight hours now to travel from Accra to Takrade, a journey of less than 250 kilometers due to increased volume of traffic, particularly uh, long vehicles. Mm. That's very true. The last time we traveled to Bogoso, we lasted 10 hours on the road. 10 from hours? From 7 p.m. to f- 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. We're oh. from Accra. Yes, the bus itself was a problem. So, like in the traffic, everything was just a mess. By the time you arrive, you're just tired and angry mm-hmm. and upset. There's something about the transport system. Good morning, Bernard. From East Legon Hills to Adenta Aviation Road takes about 45 minutes to an hour because of traffic and bad roads. A trip that should be done in about 20 minutes. Most of this, uh, most of the ministries have a dedicated budget that they keep in their room. Okay, I don't, I, I, I don't know where that's coming from, but come to think of this, can we all, can we as a country initiate a no car day, no private cars, no trotro, no taxis, etc. Only BRT will work on that day. This will reduce congestion in town, clean air, fast movement, government raking in some cash, etc. Kwamina Bill Gates from Tesano send that through. Okay, Kwamina. Bernard and team, please, let your reporters come to the Tema DVLA Enclave to see the much-touted concrete roads by our vice president. The concrete road has potholes developed in it after two years of commissioning. Frank, send that through. Mm, all right. Um, I, I got a message. Um, this one says that... The, so somebody was talking about the Ofankor road, I think, being yes. blocked. Yes. Okay, now the message I have... Is that is the now the the block is there due to a new or the new of Fancor railway bridge? Now it's been expanded to uh, to meet the standard gauge. Right. So that's why it looks <clears throat> like there's some engineering work happening. Ongoing. Okay, that's mm. that's interesting. Um. Uh. Okay. We'll All get right. some more messages soon. The crowd. <laughs> Say be a be same guy where them on the red now they want follow me Johnny. Yeah, yeah. Say be a be same guy where they be the bone now they get a call me honey. But in all my doings, so I still give me God the glory. I want me single. Baba God, I thank you. Still I go the shout out to. Baba God, I thank you. Yeah, yeah. Boost, can't you One man with the moon grass and never. No Christian empire, but with me, Zezika. Make you seek for God in favor. Be bitchy, what you are just praise to God in heaven. Keep your wife away your sorrows. 
make you come to him with all your baddest. Wow. And I will grab a better day tomorrow. You the fight for that dinero. Hold up. I want more cases I can never do it. We break it through the doors like a movie. We try to hook a crowd instead of fell off. Since you're my enemy, I done in the group. Yeah. 9.58 Still listening to the City Breakfast Show So it's, it's a morning where we've been talking about Transportation, how you move about How Urban you go transportation. to work and come back Correct. What our challenges are But in all of this, it's important That we need to have good roads too Charlie, because some of the roads It's critical, look, I use the Ashaman Road mm. I mean from the main market All the way through Lebanon Getting towards um, Zeno Look that road is very, very bad. And I'm surprised I don't hear a lot from the people who live oh, I think in we, that we neighborhood. No, once a while you see a demonstration, but look, the, the, the rate at which that road has deteriorated, it's, it's, it should be in the awareness of the nation every now and again. Because the Ashaman Road from the market all the way down... It's in a very terrible state, and it it must be done. Even if it's not a major construction work, it it's not been maintained for so long that there is not a single part of that road that's in good shape. Deep potholes, proper potholes. Even the even the speed ramps have potholes on them. How does that make sense? Mm. It's 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 so bad. That's a show for the morning. Many, many thanks for listening. This has been the City Breakfast Show. My name is Nathan Kwa. I took the show home. Bernard Avle was in the hot seat for a good part of the show. Caleb Kuda was here. I see you was here somewhere at Amenta. And your messages also came through on 0549-986-996. We appreciate that. Show produced by Fred Jabana and Caleb Kuda. Godfrey Dudum supported us on technical.